This book has bad words. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, today we had on Blake Kapler and Corey Green. Corey Green owns his own gym and is a strength and conditioning coach and is just an encyclopedia when it comes to knowledge of health, fitness, um, and all things really for elite sports. And Blake Kapler is a professional triathlete. He's coming back on. It was a great chat and there's certainly a few things that I'm going to have to go over that Corey was speaking about just to get it all in my head in one, but enjoy the show. Fake news. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. The fake news, the enemy of the people. That I call the fake news, the enemy of the people. The fake news. All right, lads, we're live, we're recording, we are on, we are running late. Fuck, man, I'm having a massive deja vu right now. Take two, take two. Larke, uh, how are we going? And Corey Green from Athletic Institute, how are right. we going? Yeah, good, mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Um, Blake from BK Performance, sorry, I should have dropped that one. Uh, what's been going on lately, guys? Um, we're uh, in the process of moving gym, are we, Corey? Yeah, that'd be... Uh at the moment, you've got a bit of a project going on there, so just closing down the current one and opening up the new one. So COVID came at the right time, I reckon, because uh, trying to close down one gym, build another one and work and train would have been too much. So good timing. Yeah. Thanks, thanks well, COVID. I am finding nothing but positives. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically getting paid by the government to just do what I want. The government's <laughs> finding COVID positives everywhere, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. I am going to say that I'm on the best triathlon salary I've been on in my, <laughs> Blake in is, my, Blake's cleaning up. In my career. Oh, 1500 a week. I, am, I am balling. <laughs> this is a good. Uh, Doesn't need yeah. to work. Pour concrete, nothing. My parents are fucking ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, earning a lot more money than they normally do. So. Let's see. We'll pay for um, later, though. So. <clears throat> yeah, so you're moving gyms at the moment. From he's, a he's literally carrying piece by piece for his workouts. Yeah, so um, doubling the size, so going to 500 square metres, which is nice. And me and Blake were talking today about it's just going to be a mecca facility. There's just, just so much excitement around it. Um, we're talking about altitude. We're trying to get like an altitude room in there. It's just going to be... It's a lot of talk, of, um, but look, the facility is obviously signed for. It's already hard, it's already painted. What area? Uh, still Wayne Yeah. So yeah, look, we got gear coming from China. So I got a whole, bo- I've got a whole case of coronavirus coming straight from China yeah. into the new facility. My mates Shit. get gear from China as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Glen Twenty. That is the right. Actually, my order's in the same container as yours. Yeah, but that that went from you know you did go from a smaller area to a bigger area. So that's going to, uh, I guess, uh, allow you to do a shitload more. In regards to your training, and yeah, look, just having more space. Like gyms need a lot of wall space, and they need plenty of space to run team testing. And you want to be able to move around comfortably. Um, it just allows us to to reach our capacity in terms of um, we work with the Australian Federal Police Force as well. So, you know, doing their team testing through there. I was joking about the package from China. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so look, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Um, looking forward to it. So. So mm. what's the go with that? Do you have a formula where uh, you work out your gym size, how many people you can have in, see if it's profitable? I like thought you were going to ask charge. for a formula <laughs> of checking out if, if any of the police are fit. <laughs> well, the Chinese have got their hands on the formula. There's, there's the a box of Krispy Kremes over there. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Yeah. 
as, as a teacher, you know, there's a bit of maths involved. Um, yeah. So yeah, you figure out what your, I guess your limit, your limiter is, like your ceiling. Yeah. Um, and you want to maximize that. For, and for us, it's about 180, 200 members in that facility, like yeah. on a weekly basis. Yeah. And then maximizing what we do outside. With, um, but after COVID, stuff. you fucking knock that down by a quarter as well, eh? Oh no, you still strike the top. There's, there's no... Yeah, but I mean, I mean the square meter, the distance. You're shit. massively against... Any anyone using COVID as an excuse? Yeah, no, nah, COVID's not an excuse. Yeah. If, if anything, you should get better during COVID. If you don't get better during COVID, you fuck COVID. You can't yeah. not yeah. use this time. You have to. You have to emerge stronger. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Single swim. The people yeah. who think you know they're wishing for it to go back to normal. I the, fucking. They hate are that. the people that you and me have already had a conversation oh, about. The ones that are looking for a piss poor excuse. Yeah, exactly. I just can't wait for things to go back to normal. Fuck that. Like, I wish I had. I if this. I'm not that lucky. I'm not this. I don't have this. Um. Yeah. No. That's, that's it's it. It's become one of those times. I reckon that people just use that excuse and then they have that aim to get back to where they were instead of no fucking use this time to reset. Yeah, reset and get better. But it's been Blake's already on his phone. (laughs) We're four minutes into this podcast and he's already picked his phone up. How good is that? It's a dick. I'm actually uh I'm looking for documents for the podcast. Uh, (laughs) Mate, we had a Jamie here last week doing our uh, everything, filming and fucking should get him back. But it is good man. People have used COVID as an excuse or they've done the opposite and been like I'm going to mm. use this time to do what I've wanted to do for ages exactly which well, you know, makes you get continue paid I've yeah. certainly recognised that I can use this time to actually improve what I'm doing already and I'm, I'm getting to a point where my new clients want to come back on board now yeah. and I'm actually uncertain whether I want to carry on doing that same uh, the social media side of things yeah. and just really just fucking tunnel vision into the filmmaking. Yeah. And I've probably got that opportunity to just go straight into it now for at least six months anyway. If not, then I'll be accepting it. It's good that, that you're focusing on your business and not on your rig, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, well, mate, I went for a- well, I think he's still, li- he's still he just living a photo from 15 years old ago, photos. <laughs> this one time, I look like this. Yeah. <laughs> what have you so done as long lately? as we have no, this photo, it means I could get back there. Correct. Uh, I, I, I've heard there's a little bit of anger between you two uh, directed at me uh, and my you don't listen, my running. You I don't, I, you don't okay. listen. Okay, so I went for a, a, a we in regards to the run I did today. The one that, a couple of days ago. What, that was the 5.30s? Hey, Corey, 530s? can I have some help running? Can I borrow your expertise? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Yeah. I'll give you my expertise for free. <laughs> yeah. Only if you listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I'll, I'll do it. Okay, do this, this, and this. All right, I'll do the exact opposite <laughs> of that. Of what you Mate, and, you said, and then when I've done it, I'll take a screenshot of it and send it directly to you. <laughs> Just to give you a middle finger. So, but no, but you uh, said... Fuck you. I ran, fuck you too. I ran my 15Ks at 5.30 pace. Now, I got dragged out of that pace by the guy I was running with. Because it's all, mate, hop, put your ego back, leave your ego at the door and go do your run. And just let him Yes, go. let him go, mate. He's, he's much fitter than you because he's one of my athletes. Oh, so he's much fitter man. than you. He's not much fitter than me. <laughs> I'm going to have it. He'll listen to this as well. Fucking gypsy. <laughs> so I reckon at least six times I've told him to slow down. Oh. Then today he sends me his fastest run ever. <laughs> <laughs> is he branching? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when <laughs> When did I mention to... Go to, out and run like 4 minute or 5Ks. No, go my, out and run 12K full gas. No, but my, my thoughts were it was a shorter run. That's the fucking problem. You were thinking. <laughs> yeah. okay, we so, were thinking. So even a 6K run, just run at 5.30 pace. Yeah, mate, you, you've done nothing. Okay. Tissue has a tolerance. And if you take it past its tolerance, things go wrong. You get tight and sore. And next thing you know, four weeks later, you've done an injury. 
That's oh, okay, cool. And we can talk about that with something else coming forward. But okay, it is, so it is it is a hard. It's harder to run slower than it is to it is. to run at the pace. It's so I hard. Took me ages to learn how to do it. it. I do acknowledge that. It's so I probably. It's also hard to understand, but are you uh, also training in, easier. Is a part of it because you're working better. harder? Well, you're working for longer. No, no so time? Does that- aerobically at a low intensity, you develop like your aerobic metabolism, which is your mitochondria, mm-hmm. and they're the powerhouse of the cell. And you can only really develop the number of those at low intensity exercise. So your zone one, zone two running is where you develop the mitochondria. The high intensity is where you tune them. So think about the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell and they make you aerobically fit. So you're more efficient. Mm-hmm. So you, you get more of them in number by doing zone one, zone two. So you're filling, you tune up, those, filling you, up the tank. Yeah. And then you tune those, like tune the engine by doing the threshold stuff later on when you develop that base. As a science teacher, I can confirm year nine science, mitochondria is the powerhouse. You are correct. So does that, is that For what some you, reason, you were none in- of my year nine science is anywhere accessible. <laughs> you were in class, mate. Okay, okay, anywhere gonna, accessible in my head. I will have to go over and listen to that three or four times, but is that the same reference that you gave me, Blake, as in you like building a pyramid at the base and you don't want to take away... Yeah, 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 I explained it to you. I tried in, to simplify in layman's, it. In layman's. <laughs> That's year eight. I it's very layman's. No, no, no. I looked at Branchy and I went, we're going to have to start at year five here. <laughs> I'm like, you know the little sand piles that you used to build in the sand pit? And he's okay. like, yeah. I'm like, you know if you start building it up, I'm like, yeah, that's building it up is running slow. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, when you go and run full gas, you just take away from your pile. Yes, yeah, yeah. and that's how you explain it to me. And, I, and that was a good. And Scotty got it before you did, so <laughs> yeah. And I still get on running fast. But I'll, then I'll, the next day, he told me he was going running. He went to the beach with a spade and shovels and stuff, <laughs> building sandcastles. And and for some reason, he couldn't understand why he wasn't running any faster. <laughs> That's no, okay. but I d- I'm like that's Scotty's, not yours, mate. Uh, <laughs> I did I, that run we went on when we did the interval running. I, I really really that was a lesson. Yeah, it was a proper lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I really learned. Oh, when you, when you go like, riding, when you go riding or running with Blake, you always get a lesson. It's yeah. always a lesson. Trust there's, me. There's always a riddle or a lesson. A or riddle something or a lesson coming out. There's nothing more demoralising than you go on with the riding with the pro. Like I just got back from Europe. I'm like carrying ten kilos too much. Sitting behind him on West Coast Highway doing like 45 k's an hour, his heart rate's like 102. <laughs> maybe not even 102, maybe like 98. Mm. I'm like full gas, threshold, 160 beats per minute the whole entire way, just hanging on for dear life. It's just, obviously, it's a bit different now, a bit fitter, but yeah. Um, yeah. What's ironic, you doubled your gym and then doubled your size when you came back. It's got to um, put it to work. Yeah. Uh, so. There's something I wanted to bring up, and we, uh, we already had a quick little chat about it. We did. Uh, Delby's brief stint at your gym mm-hmm. uh, through his back issues, and then he, he went. Well. Then he went. Then he went to uh, F45 and the killed. The worst killed. place you go for anything is F45. Okay, so Lord. first it give, stands for fixed me 45. So give give <laughs> give your ex- explanation as to why perhaps he feels better and why. Well, for, why I need he to hear did, him first because I need to know what he did. Because I can't, I can, I can, I can, I can, apod- I can sense defense. <laughs> I, can I can sense shit getting put up. <laughs> I can have a guess of what I think it is, okay. but I'd rather him say what he did first, and then I'll say why his back is feeling better. Okay. So, well, so I stopped um, training with Corey, <laughs> and my back felt better straight away. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, End of story. Uh, Corey from where? <laughs> for how long? For how long? Uh, so, don't end the gym. <laughs> Basically, um, I went to. Um, a guy in called uh, Michael Sharp uh, at Quest Physio, muscular skeleto dude, because yeah. he's helped a lot of dudes with 
backs like mine and he helped my mate Higgy out. I don't know if you know Higgy or not. Yeah. Um, and uh, he did an all over sort of uh, review and basically what it was, man, was the biggest difference is everything that you told me like was exactly the same. But the biggest difference was with him mentally, he set me up for the fact that yes, I've had my four back surgeries. Yes, it's painful. But the fact that he's fixed some like he with the same, but also when it hurts, he's like, it's going to hurt. It's going to flare up and yeah. it's going to last. It might last two weeks where it's agony. Yeah. And in the past I'd stop because I'm like, my back's fucked. You and I know sick. I've got that bias from my scan that there's a big tear down the middle of my disc. So I'm like, yeah. it's fucked. So he goes, the next time you train, it won't be two weeks. It might be 13 days where it's sore. Then it might be 12, 10. And then sure enough, like after fuck man, one, one workout I couldn't walk yeah. for a week and then it, I was like fuck it I won't stop this time I'll keep pushing through then it was six days then it was five this then it was four right? no this was just doing my own rehab stuff okay, but yeah. also I don't have I, I hate training like by myself yeah so and Most then after about three or four weeks where the pain was reducing I went to F45 and all the exercises were rehab exercises functional ones yeah exactly what i've been prescribed so rather than do it by myself i used f45 yeah to do my exercises so okay. i didn't pressure myself well, that's what to f45 in really but yeah so well it was just the exercises yeah yeah so i used that as my rehab okay and i was using that for rehab and then when i did the eight week the yeah the eight week challenge i changed my diet if i put my obviously. hand up do i get to ask a question yeah <laughs> yeah what, what what happened to you back um when i was 21 I, I didn't realize at the time, but because I was doing phys ed teaching, I threw a javelin. Yeah. As I threw the javelin, I just felt my back go like fuck, and then it never hit. I felt like it was okay, and then I played footy, did my hamstring, and after I did my hamstring, my back just completely the worst pain you can ever imagine. It felt like there was a hot iron from my ankle up at my calf, back of my hamstring to the back of my leg, twenty four seven, nonstop fucking agony man the only thing that would stop the pain would be getting on the drink so i couldn't think about it yeah. but then the next day couldn't walk just the thought of like and had a hangover yeah yeah so it's like doubling, doubling down double intensified yeah fucking my back completely but it's like now my back hurts my legs hurt and my head everything man but people were like so you first of all you would have identified yourself as someone with a back problem your whole entire life because you had a back problem don't assume what i identify as. no. <laughs> <laughs> so you identify yourself as like From somebody who's got a back problem yeah. so you live with it and then people don't understand with movement like movement is key to, to getting better so Correct. you need to move yeah the problem is finding the balance between moving too much and moving too little yeah getting that right getting professionals around you actually know what they're talking about yeah so it's like 100% came, right yeah exactly yeah. So when he came and saw me he's like look mate this is this is your whole life you've been in pain yeah it's not going to happen in three weeks if you look for a magic bullet you're in the wrong place mm. yeah it's about moving right listening to instructions and when you change your diet yeah what do you so, go to oh, I just did I just cut out all my I basically cut out booze yeah. I cut out all the shit I started cooking yeah. fine stuff just, I still had everything in um, moderation but it was like I was cooking for myself yeah so I knew everything I was making was fresh and yeah. I used the challenge app. Yeah. So my biggest change was snacks, man. I go to the shop, I wouldn't know what to eat. I get Pringles. I'm like, all right. And I knew it wasn't healthy, but I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But then now, like you just using the little app, it might be like fucking something as simple as like cooking a chicken with some something nice on the side, which yeah. was easy to do. But yeah. back then I just couldn't go to the shop and myself go, oh, I need cherry tomatoes, 
this, this, and this, and then put it together. Yeah, exactly. so once so I had that, massive. This is my analysis: well. is that you've gone to someone who's told you that you expect to pain, which is what we did as well. But yeah. expect to get a bit of a pain. Yeah, it'll improve every single time. Yeah, you've changed your diet. Yeah, which you reduce all the inf- inflammatory markers in terms of all the carbohydrates and shit you're eating. Yeah, Pringles, i.e. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're not drinking, which is an inflammatory marker as well. Yeah, yours. On top are they not in my program at the moment? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're in none of your program. Damn, I've been yeah. eating those things like on I- top of my just the the functional rehab exercises and, and moving and just yeah. moving daily and then not doing. And, run, oh, and running, running again. Yeah, I started okay. running, and that started. Now I use running to fix my pain rather than. Yeah. And the thing it. is, like, I have arthritis. I have chronic arthritis in my left ankle. Yeah. If I don't move, it gets sore. Fucked, yeah. If I go out, I can go run a marathon and my ankle isn't sore. Yeah. But if I go do some Olympic lifting and try and like, throw 100 kilos above my head, yeah. I can't walk the next day. Yeah. Mm. So that's things I've just learned over the years that I can't do and I can do. Yeah. So, but I need That's to, what I learned from you. Like, when I was deadlifting, I went to, I was like, oh, I feel good. And I went super heavy. I told you, don't go heavy. Like, you're not, yeah. you can't lift heavy. You don't have the mobility to do it. Were any. you listening to that, Branchy? Yeah. No Pringles. For <laughs> <laughs> he just cracked them. Uh, yeah. I did. I've yeah. seen this. Uh, I like, was very I've seen this dumb look on your face (laughs) and I'm like that that means you too (laughs) so it's a bit different for me and it gave me um, that routine as well and the fact that it's shortened and it was a two minute walk from my house it's a key there's always benefits but at the end of the day his back's fixed we're all good but then like one of your biggest problems I can already see is like it sounded like bad habits yeah and a habit is a routine, just a bad one. Yeah. yeah. And you've just got to be taught to replace it with something yeah. better. Well, and a lot of time it's just miseducation, you know, yeah. like it's not your fault. You don't know. Yeah. You know, like I didn't know a lot of, sh- like, you know, you you go and get a box of Cocoa Pops. It's got it's got the five heart tick on it. It's got it, five stars like, on it. Oh, How good. Sweet, Paid bro. for by the gonna, five heart company. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even going to pour this in a bowl. Don't you just open it in the plastic and pour <laughs> a litre of milk in there and eat it straight from the thing? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not done. Like, I did phys ed, I did health modules as a at uni and stuff, but it was just a matter of implementing it. Yeah, yeah that and made it easy. For me. And even that, it. I'm not saying dumb. It's just yeah, but uneducated education, like, yeah, like figuring like, out how to go. Like do my it. dad, not long ago, come to me and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm on a bit of a health kick, rah, rah. And I'm like, "Oh, that's great, Dad. Like I've been I've been trying to get you to do something about it yeah. for a little while and yeah. help you." I'm like, "What have you been doing?" And he's like, "Well." I just wake up and I have my two crumpets. <laughs> and, and By like, the way, no one should eat crumpets. Well, before. Like, well, no one should eat crumpets. Don't eat food. crumpets. And then I'm like, and then what else should you do? And then he's like, and then I have a couple of glasses of orange juice. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm wow. like, <laughs> I'm like, do you squeeze them yourselves? And no, 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 no. Even nah. even squeezing yourself, like yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, just I'm just like, and all it is 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 his from where he was brought up to what he thinks is healthy and okay. Yeah. So it's not his fault. He doesn't know. I'm like, Dad, you think you're being healthy, but you're not. My Even mom, the pyramid. The yeah. My mum is a bane yeah. of it's my existence. It's upside down. Yeah. Horrendous. My mum is a bane of my existence. She's got her son with all these years of experience and knowledge. And she she thinks the same about you when you were born as <laughs> well. <laughs> she complains she doesn't sleep. She's always gaining weight. Can't lose weight. She's on antidepressants and she drinks every night, which yeah. counts as out the antidepressants and make you, so you don't More sleep. More depressed. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't eat dinner, so she can drink. Um, everything she does eat, she eats everything wrong. And uh, she goes, she's like, can I use gym for free? I was like, mom, you can use the gym whenever you like for free. Yeah. Knowing she's never going to use it. Anyway, she, <laughs> ca- she, came in, she came in twice. Yeah. And she's walking on the treadmill. She's like, Corey, um, one of my friends bought one of those machines that you stand on and it just wobbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she, she, she thinks it's, it's helping her. I'm like, she's like, 
It was 14K. <laughs> should I get one? She's like, should I buy one? Like, I said, well, do you want my honest opinion or do you want me to, to yeah. soften this a bit for you? She's like, oh no, just tell me what it is. Well, they don't work. They're a complete waste of time and money. She turned around and goes, well, I'm still thinking about buying one. I'm like, <laughs> okay, mum, you do you. Do you. Yeah. You do you. No so what's the backgrounds, I guess? So yours was you fucked your leg from footy and that got you into strength and conditioning or were you into that before? No, no. So broken ankle. Yeah. Um, doctor said you're not going to be able to walk or run for a long time. Yeah. So they said about a year or two with that on crutches. Yeah. So look, you've got to do something to keep busy. I was a personal trainer. Yeah. So I just enrolled in uni. Like no one in my family on either side has ever done a degree, yeah. both mum or dad. So I enrolled in uni, um, yeah, did, I spent a year on crutches and then about a year and a half learning to walk properly again. And then I was in pain for eight years straight. Yeah, um, and two years gay. Yeah, two years gay. <laughs> Thank you, Delby, yeah. for clarifying that. Um, but, I was, but I was similar to you. I had chronic pain every single day of my life from the yeah. age of 20 to about 28. Yes, exactly. Until same. I changed my diet, until I actually stopped identifying myself as this guy who's, everyone always asked me, everywhere I went, how's your ankle? Yeah, yeah. It's like seven years ago. Yeah. Mm. So now, like, if someone asks me, I'm like, ankle's fine. Good. Don't have any, like, I went from not being able to run 500 meters yeah. to four years later completing an Ironman. Yeah. It took four years of arduous work. And I heard, never I, heard I heard they're easy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not easy. They're, they're definitely not easy. Not easy. <laughs> the man to my left will be, can, uh, can tell you that. And that. your mm. background into running, Blake. So my first, I haven't told you yet, my first time I met you was at a house party and you, you were coming to bash cunts. Uh, <laughs> so yep, I, was that, uh, <laughs> I can confirm that is Blake. I yeah. can confirm that was probably me. Yeah. So but a long time, like, oh, but a long time ago. Blake, um, Ryan's mate from footy and then I think you started on me or one of my mates and Ryan was like, no, 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 he's my mate and then it just moved like the tsunami, the tsunami <laughs> moved to the next place. Yeah. Oh, so you luckily, the storm just went past yeah. you, eh? Got, <laughs> got someone else's. Yeah. I would have started with Blake, so... I'm, I go for a ride. So Blake advised me for my first ever group ride with a bunch of cyclists. And I hate cyclists. They're a bunch of cockheads, right? Yeah. They walk into cafes. I'm a triathlete. I don't consider myself a cyclist. Um, anyway, we go on one group ride. My very first one, we're at the back of the pack. And Blake just sees some bloke and just starts like, is that, what's he safe? I was like, and calls him back to the back of the pack. I know who he was. As well. Yeah. And we're riding side by side. I'm right next to Blake. This guy's on the other side of Blake. And Blake just goes, mate, if you ever, ever talk about my back again, I'm going to fucking flatten you. We said we're going to have like serious I, I'm words. Not, I'm, this not, when you're doing I'm not sure it was those rates. words. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be, I'm using very nice words. I think I was coaching. It was, yeah. wasn't it education? It was edu- he was the coaching. didn't know. Yeah. He was getting educated. Yeah. yeah. He was about to get headbutted on a bike. I couldn't believe it. It was, <laughs> and that was my first ride. Second ride I went with Blake. We're in Fremantle and a guy in a, mus- in a muscle car drives past us and abuses us. Yeah, standard. We pull up at the lights and we just happen to roll up right next to him at the lights. And they see Blake. Blake's covered in tattoos. He's got his mohawk. Obviously, he can't see the mohawk, but just covered in tats. And this guy is the same muscle car, arm on thing, just tatted up, massive gold chain. <laughs> and, and Blake, what, is that? what are you? I think I knocked on the window slightly and it's like, I was just wondering what your problem was, mate. <laughs> in those polite words? Yeah. Anyway, he actually did say that. He actually I did, did say I actually did. In a polite oh. way. And then it just, it just escalated real quick. It's like, he goes, I saw you at a house party when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like I never gosh. thought much about my past, but it keeps coming back to get me. This guy's like, get the fuck off the road. And Blake's like, mate, just share the road with us. And then I like, got all hated. And then like, yeah, but then, but then, words. Yeah, but then, He's in his hotted up Commodore and he's looked up and the cops were right in front of him. And he, cops pulled up. And all of a sudden just went silent. His clutch went in, the car quieted down. And, and the whole... The, See, the whole I, deal. I came and picked you up once from your flat tyre around the back of my place. Oh, yeah. And 
Save I me. Dro- save save you. me. Yeah, drop, drop you um, on another area closer to where you were <clears throat> catching up with those with some of your, your group that you were riding with. Oh, and we already got abused. Yeah. yeah. You pulled over on the side of the road and someone just... On the on the side into a bus stop. Actually, yeah, we, we were doing nothing. Nothing. And I already got and abused. So, get off the road, you fucking dickhead! <laughs> you fucking use it. Don't do nothing. I was scratching my head. I was like, nothing. I'm, I was in the bus stop. With a flat tire, like, give the guy a break. Branchy's like, does it's that like normally happen? I'm like, it's yeah, standard. Just you have standard. good days and bad days. Like, I had a day where, like, I was about four times, but I remember like pulling across the road one day, and some bloke just rolled past and commented, "I was like, I fucked your mum last night." I was like, <laughs> "Mate, I feel sorry for you, mate." <laughs> she was on the wobble board. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think there is uh, like the news and and that don't promote it Properly. to make it any better. Yeah, no. <clears throat> so I think there's a big problem with mm. both sides. Yeah. I think there's a bunch of fuckwits in the cars. Yeah. But there's also a bunch of dickheads on the bikes. And I think if they're both educated a little more and know what's going on, yeah. there'll be a lot less... The guys like, who ride side sounds like racism, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's the same yeah. Thing. there's guys who ride side by side in a road, but no, there's guys in a car. How hard is it to slow down and then just turn your hand a little bit to the right mm. and then a little bit to the left? But I it's just, funny you get a guy with like a, oh. Mac, a Mack truck and three trailers on, yeah, and, he, and he'll he'll swing wide and give you like the, more room than ever in his massive truck. Yeah. and you get the guy in the little car with a trailer on, and he nearly takes you out, and yeah. you're just like, well. How, there's no logic there. I I just I do laugh at the people who go into the next lane to overtake a bike that's on the other, not even on the road. They're yeah. on the side of the road. Because yeah. the government put the rules in, and you don't yeah. want to be like, oh fuck, what's one and a half meters? Now everyone knows because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. but like, Thanks, COVID. Bikes. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing that with bikes pre-COVID. Um, yeah, well, maybe yeah. maybe when they brought the it was it was a warm up. Warm up, yeah. yeah. Educational warm up. Yeah. Mm. I have been thinking about getting like a. A bright pole, <laughs> one point five off my side, and just ride round with that and see who I can take out. That'd be, That'd be interesting. Um, so uh, there's a couple of things uh, I wanted to chat about tonight, and I know you've wanted to get a few things on off your chest, and you <laughs> just spoke about F45 and a few things. But I liked your and Blake. I'll get more into you a bit more soon. But Ooh. I liked your blog <laughs> that you wrote. The other day, the three-part series on the calories in the calorie deficit stuff. Yep. So, can you explain a bit of that for anyone who's listening? That really yeah, oh, that? you've been lied to if you're listening um, about calories for your whole entire life. Uh, if weight loss is, I guess, your goal, um, the calorie the body doesn't have a calorie receptor. It doesn't know how many calories are in like 100 grams of brownie, 100 grams of broccoli. So, if your goal is to lose weight, all you want to try and do is limit how much insulin is released throughout the day. Hmm. Okay. Now. Insulin is released when sugars are taken in through the diet. So if you're taking a simple sugar, whether it's you know a can of Coke or whether it's a slice of bread or pasta or you've got low GI foods, which give you sustained energy release, like your oats and so forth, they still convert into sugar at some point. So you've got your high GI, which is like your quick energy spike, which is what footy players have. It's your lollies, it's your Cokes. Um, then you've got your GI Joes, which are harder, <laughs> harder to chew on. <laughs> yeah, so um, if the, the primary goal is to lose weight, you want to make sure you're reducing the insulin spike. You mm. want to eat foods that satisfy your hunger, so your fats and your proteins. Mm. And most people don't know this, but you'd never need to eat another carbohydrate in your life mm. to live. Like, and people are blown away and they're like, what do you mean? It's not, it's not an essential food. Um, so like in Ironman, for example, like the goal is you still need them to perform. And this is where 
people might run with what I say, but like carbs are important for performance at high intensity level. Like if we're doing like a, a, a four hour easy ride, mm. I don't eat carbs. I don't eat the entire ride. I just go on my fat stores because I've got plenty there. Yeah. Um, but if you're the average person out there trying to lose weight and you're eating breads, pastas, you know, muesli bars, fruits, all these things throughout the day. Mm. You're blocking that. You literally, dance. so think about this. Every time you consume a, a, a carbohydrate, mm. it tells your body to stop burning fat because insulin is released. As soon as insulin is released, you stop lipolysis. And lipolysis is just a basic fat oxidation and burning fat. So as soon as you do that, but the problem is we've been told to eat four or five times a day, right? Mm. Which we don't need to eat four or five times a day, by the way, and it doesn't do much for your metabolism. Mm. So we're doing that four or five times a day. So we just release the insulin four, five, six times a day, constantly blocking that response of burning fat. Mm. So the best time to fast is obviously when you sleep. So you have a meal, Ideally, no carbs. You might have some protein, salads, some fats or whatever. Mm. Go to sleep. Intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting is fantastic, especially if you're overweight. Good. Um, as long as you don't revert back to, like, if you fast and then go back and have, like, a pizza, for example. Like, you need to try and transition back into normal food. Um, but, yeah, the second that happens, you're blunting the, the, the fat response. So, you want to burn fat as a fuel rather than carbohydrate. Cause, and think about this is, like, if you have a fire, um, so the Kindle like the Kindle that you put on a fire that makes it ignite real quick mm-hmm. is your carbohydrate, okay? When you get um, like the ambers that sort of sit there and burn for a long, long time, that's that's your fat source yeah, and yeah. you want to tap into that. So I guess I should cut in here and ask you two as athletes professionally and strength coaches. Yep. Um, do you guys eat breakfast? Do you still eat carbs because you're training so much or do you guys are you use on an intermittent fat or like do you do a 16-hour block where you don't eat? What's your um, goal with that? Well, I'm a bit different to Blake, but yeah. so I won't have any carbs. So I'll have less than 50 grams a day yeah. on a non-intense training day. So that's, like, to give you an example, like one banana is like 25 grams of carbs. Yeah. So there's there's half a day gone. So if I'm going out for like, today I had intervals. So today I had um, a banana before my intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally if I go for like a weekend ride with Blake, it's four to five hours. Yeah. I'll have a high fat smoothie in the morning and a coffee and then I'll just ride for that four or five hours, come home. Um, and just keep eating high fat um, and protein for the rest of the day. So, but this is this is the rule of thumb. If it's high intensity, you need carbohydrates to perform yeah. well. Mm. If it's not high intensity, you don't need carbs. And the problem is most people never get into high intensity, especially the average person. So, are we talking refined carbs? Well, definitely refined carbs, so but that's carbs a no-brainer. Obviously, in in vegetables and yeah, so you like your low dense carbs, like your broccoli, your carrots, yep. your um, peas, cauliflower, all fantastic to eat. You should eat plenty of them. Mm-hmm. The problem is with calories in, calories out is people don't count calories. Like it's hard enough to count calories. Mm. We can measure calories. We can measure steps, your heart rate, your sleep. We can measure everything, but we're still getting fatter. We're yeah. 70% of the population is overweight. So it's it's moronic to make the average person try and count every <laughs> single calorie they eat throughout the entire day. Half of them can't even count. <laughs> but it does, it's, it, it's almost, and you used the word before, illogical to suggest that uh, the same amount of calories as a donut and a, and a piece of broccoli are going to have the same so, effect oh, on your body. It's just, is that just yeah, so, stupid? Or? Yeah, so it's if you eat broccoli, if you eat 200 calories of broccoli or yeah. 200 calories of a donut, we know that eating broccoli is going to be much healthier. So if calories in, calories out is going to work and you need to eat 2,000 calories a day based on what the government says you need to do, then just eat 1,800 calories of donuts a day. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, you'd lose weight. Yeah. 
but that doesn't happen, trust me. Have and you done experiments on yourself with this? I've done heaps of experiments. I, <laughs> yeah. My whole body is experiment. Like I just, I was in Europe. <laughs> About two years. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I was in Europe for five weeks and gained 12 kilos because all I did was eat refined carbohydrates. Yeah. But I went from being you know, fit to the, obviously just going and traveling and enjoying myself. Mm. But everything I ate was refined. And I guess for the lay person or someone just like me that's just started training, doesn't know too much. Um, I guess what scares people is when you start using stuff like low GI, high GI, yeah. refined carbs. So for the normal person, like, what the fuck is that, man? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, what is a low GI food, man? So what is a high GI? You read it and shit, yeah. but It goes back to what I talked about education. before, is education. Yeah. yeah, so and look, high GI and low GI is, is pretty simple to explain. Low GI is something that slowly releases energy, so it doesn't give you a big insulin spike. It doesn't give you this big hormonal spike, mm-hmm. which tells your body to stop burning fat, mm. okay? County Coke, massive insulin spike, Okay, and that's why you get those crashes throughout the day. You know those people who get to like 10 o'clock and they're like, I'm so tired. Yeah. You, you've just had a, this massive insulin spike and crash. Or a so, big bender the night before. Yeah, all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if that happens multiple times a day, you're now addicted to the food. So now it's such a vicious cycle. You're yeah. now eating food that is addictive. So you can't stop eating it. It makes you hungrier because it doesn't satisfy you. It doesn't, doesn't release the hormones it's supposed to release. Like ghrelin and leptin are hormones that tell you you're hungry. Until you need to stop eating. Mm. When you eat white bread, you can almost eat a whole loaf of it, okay? And then half an hour later, you can, you're hungry again, okay? Yeah. It doesn't release that hormone until you're hungry. It doesn't satiate. Yeah. yeah. And, and I get, man, you know what would be great is if you could create just a real simple picture-friendly app or something, <laughs> yeah. obviously. I need a low GI food because yeah. it's good if you know what it is, but then yeah. you're like, what can I go and buy or what can I make that's low GI? It would be so good if you just went, Dirt. Here's a suggestion. Yep. Broccoli and something. So my rule of thumb that I sort of use, and I have no <laughs> no discipline in, in knowing exactly how this works, but I generally eat a whole foods diet. Yep. I plant-based as well, but that really aside, I'm whole foods sort of diet. I try not to have many things in packets. Like I have over the last, the last, the last, you know, uh, couple four of or five weeks. weeks well, what happened? Pretty bad. Yeah, blew out, got a fucking big gut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I generally eat, you know, your raw fruits and veggies and, and... I guess it's pretty good having me and Branchy here because we are coming from a layperson. You guys yeah. have all the stuff. So we're yeah. going to ask questions that people are listening are going to be thinking, oh, yeah, what's that? So, yeah. so, so where can I go piss. wrong there? Like, yeah. for example, that's I'm not eating... You know your your packets of crisps and your Pringles and yep. and that and I very rarely eat pasta and but sugar's yeah. sugar yeah sugar is sugar to some degree and mm-hmm. it does give the same response to the body it's like with fruit for example fruit will still give you an insulin spike okay yep. um, but there's other obviously minerals and vitamins all the other cliche stuff that comes along with it yeah um, but the problem is with people is that when you become addicted to the carbohydrates. It's very hard to, to take them out. You're now telling someone to stop eating something that they've been doing for so long. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's it's a vicious cycle. So it just, it's just this cycle that repeats. Um, yeah, look, Blake, so my but house, they also, mate, But they also crave it. Yeah. Like... You want oh, to have yeah. a pasta or you Yeah, it's, it's a... They think they need it. Yeah. You know, like it's... Yeah. it's you got, You're taking it away. You've got to adapt to it. Because as soon as you take it away, the body... The body doesn't know just how to access its fat stores. Yeah. And every athlete I work with who does it, I tell them the first three to four weeks is an absolute nightmare. Yeah. An absolute nightmare. My housemate's a prime <laughs> example. Ironman athlete. Been telling him to do it for ages. He's finally now listened. He did it for the first four weeks and hated life. Yeah. And he's a tradie, eating carbs all day. Yeah, you get shit all day. We yeah. would go for like a four-hour ride. He would eat eight times in that four hours. I would eat zero times. He's like, I don't know how you do it. Mm. We went for a seven-hour session, which... 
it was supposed to be four and a half hour session, turned into a seven hour session not long ago. He'd been doing it for about four months. Two flats, beasting. Two flats, beasting. Anyway, ants didn't eat, did not eat the whole entire session and, couldn't, and felt amazing coming home. Yeah. Once you get through the first four weeks on a, a lower carb diet, if you want to lose weight, um, your energy levels are sustained all day. You mm-hmm. don't have those crashes. I found that you when you exercise, crave. you don't feel hungry as well. It yeah. stops you from... Yeah, it can. Yeah, and like some people like respond that way. Yeah. Like people are a little bit different in how they are. Like I get starving after a session. So, yeah. but yeah, it depends on. Um, if I do a hard one, or I don't know, probably compared to you, it's like a warm up. But if, no, I, if I'm going hard to warm up. afterwards, yeah. I feel like if I was hungry before I trained, afterwards I wouldn't have those cravings. Yeah. So I don't know if that's got and to no, and that's, insulin or something. Yeah, like no, that. it's it's a hormonal response in the body. So, um, there's a guy called Jason Fung. He's a he's a weapon of a doctor, but he'll tell you like if you just if you just push through the, that half hour of being hungry, you'll notice after about an hour, you're not hungry right. anymore. Yeah. It goes away because you've got enough stores there to tap into. Used to the problem is, is that people, we don't sleep well, which is another thing. So people have like refined stuff before sleep, um, which affects their mood, affects their hormones and affects their sleep. So they don't sleep well. And what happens when you don't sleep well? You wake up after four shit. or five hours sleep, you feel like crap. And then what do you do? You yeah. crave bad food. Yeah. yeah. That's and why when you're hungover, even the I do it from yeah. the TV Mate. and your phone and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That can't help you sleeping either. Re- yeah. It's a regular. I get up and I can see what's been left out that the missus has got up and snacked during the middle <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck do you get up and eat for? It's yeah. sleep time. Oh, Blake, I was yeah. Sleep's a big one, eh? Hey? What do you guys like with your sleep? I'm, I'm religious Just, now. Do you think sport helps your sleep or do you do other stuff to help? Yeah, nah, so med- sport, completely exercise. black. Complete black room. Black room. Yeah, meditate sometimes. I'm not a, I meditate every now and then. I'm not religious. I want to get better with that. Meditation's yeah. a game changer. It is. Yeah. It is. It, um, slows, it helps the body prepare and slow down and you, turn off. Yeah. Before bed, It's like mean? telling your yeah. boy, yeah. just in general. Some, yeah. Both. I, yeah, because I meditate every day. Yeah. Only 10 minutes, but it's just 10 minutes. 10 minutes is, I, is awesome. I get in every single day and it's yeah. good for slowing down, but... Um, I sometimes do it before I go to sleep yeah. and it's one of those rookie things if I'm doing it in bed because I'm just fucking I yeah. need to get it done I'll yeah. fall asleep and I'll sort of not but that's not the worst it. it's not. The, it's definitely not the worst it's a great yeah. way to fall asleep but then I get fucking I do a different M word ending with eight from the in bed that helps you fall asleep well I actually like uh, I hate the TV in the bedroom mm. so lately I've been making your own films <laughs> so make your own yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we I can't sleep without. But it's one of my wife's favorite things, and she works super hard, super busy. We've got mm. two kids. Yep, and she wants to do that. Is it that background noise or watching TV in, in bed? You mean? Well, it's the, yeah, watching TV yeah. in bed. Yeah, I know. The worst thing you can do. I watch a couple of, I'll, and I'll always be, you know, like it's a bit of time for me and her, which yeah. mm. creates some balance. So I always know what's going on in the program. So if I try and sleep while the program's on. And I can hear what's going in in the show. Tune it's curiosity it. killed the cat. You, oh, yeah. Mate, something goes down in that show, you are going to roll over yeah. and check what's going yeah. on. Yeah. The Bachelor's a tough one, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, um, COVID obviously stopped any racing for me for the foreseeable future. And then we got announced that we're racing in September. Sweet. And sat down with Corey. In Cairns? In Cairns. Yep. And, oh, wow. Uh, so you're allowed to, you've got permission well, at to this go? Point, at, at this point, point yeah. yeah. That's how we're using that to focus on. And so we're 20 weeks out. We sat down, organized some stuff, got some things ready. And one of them was concentrating on sleep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all this week since the talk, like I might watch one episode with the missus and she'll watch three or four, but after that one episode and I know I'm very aware of what sleep I need each night. Yeah. I've been putting the headphones in. Yep. 
and just blanking. I mean, it seems rude, but it just blanks her. Noise, noise uh, cancelling or meditation headphones or just like yeah. uh, noise uh, noise cancelling, yeah. but with a meditation app in. Yeah, yeah. And mate, which which I app? can't uh, Headspace. Oh, I use Headspace. Yeah. I, use I calm. can't. Calm. I bang it in, put it on. I the the. The routine's 10 minutes. I never make it to the end. No, That's never. good. But just by doing that, it will help you sleep because your but body knows. Yeah. Hey. Sleep like is one of those things yeah. you, for athletes, especially pro athletes like Blake, is, is essential for recovery. Mm. So like my anyone who listens to this who knows it's me- legal doping. Yeah, but it is. It's, it is. But it's anyone who's listening to this who knows me, me right? <laughs> <laughs> would know that I'm pretty, like, pretty pedantic about sleep. So here's the rules. And these are my rules. These are from experts around the world. Mm-hmm. No caffeine after 10 o'clock. Yep. It has a- 10. Has a 20 10 a.m. Oh, no yeah. coffee after 10 a.m. It has 25%. Yeah, it's got a quarter uh, life of 12 hours. So a quarter life of 12 hours, what that means is is a quarter of, of that yes. caffeine still in your system 12 hours later. Oh, wow. So if you want to go to sleep at like nine and you've had a coffee at one, you've still got some caffeine circulating in your system. At so 1 a.m. it's essentially sleeper. sipping a quarter of coffee. Yeah, so if you want to go to sleep at 10, Fuck, have, have a quarter of a cup of coffee at 10 o'clock before you go to sleep and then see what happens. You will not sleep well and... People still sleep, hmm. but they don't get the quality sleep they need. The quality. The quality. So they might and still, then, people don't know. They still there's sleep. Seven, there's what? There's about five different levels of sleep. Oh, there's, yeah. there's heaps. But the like in like in a room, if you want to go to, you should always dim all the lights in your house. Mm-hmm. Even if you're watching TV, dim all the lights in your house. Yep. And they'll actually start to make you feel sleepy. Yep. So that's another one as well. And obviously room temperature is important. Mm-hmm. So I think for us, it's about 20 degrees is like the ultimate. What about um, crippling loneliness? Feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. position rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah, how do you beat that one? <laughs> Fire uh, up Tinder, my friend. Fire yeah, up so Tinder. So we have the, we're like, I've got, we've got the TV running in our room. Get some oh. um, and life-size I need it for the partners, <laughs> dolls, blow up. Pillow partner. Uh, teddy, I don't know. But on, whatever on floats your boat. Yeah. I'm the same as Blake, like, uh, you know, my wife, she likes to watch TV shows. We yeah. don't have to watch together. We'll put yeah. on a TV show that doesn't matter if I'll, I'll watch or anything. And then yeah. she does get annoyed sometimes. She feels like the same. I put the headphones in and I blank yeah. her out and yeah. I just put on a meditation app or but a frequency. The bedroom's for two Sounds things. like you guys are trying to achieve what I have, eh? <laughs> <laughs> just um, blank out. Yeah, yeah. So just don't talk to me. But <laughs> bedroom's for two things. Sleep and sex. That's it. Nothing but, else. Okay, so yeah. but the what tea. about the kitchen, the couch, the car? <laughs> the, yeah, well, that, I said the bedroom. Yeah. You can have the whole house to yeah. do your stuff. Because the, the TV, though, is it'll stay on, though. We'll yeah. both fall asleep and then... I'll wake up at one o'clock in the morning and it's still on and I have to turn it off. That means yes, like but that, but you're, the light. You're probably it's subconsciously interrupting your sleep. No, you yeah, that's what I mean. No, yeah, you've gone, you've come out of a deeper sleep. Mm. You come into a light sleep. That's why you wake up. Yes, and you turn it off. I had so, a theory just then, completely just then. Maybe it's because when you're in the womb, you've got that sounds outside. Yeah, right, and it yeah. might sound like a TV on the, when the you white sleep. It's coming. Yeah, I do yeah. like the noise. I don't need to hear, yeah. Yeah, see okay. the TV or anything like that, but. Yeah. Um, maybe it's it's not something I can get away with, so I think I'm just gonna have to put. Yeah, I, well, you're I, a professional athlete, like Blake. Needs, <laughs> yeah, just throws that. But, but in yeah. general, professional athletes. Blake needs a TV. Out of his room. Could you yeah. tell that by just looking at him? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the rig in a photo, <laughs> and I'm looking at him going, "This guy's not an athlete." Well, fuck is I'm gonna get back to that. I guarantee you. Now a hole filling with oh, water. A hundred. Uh, anyway, regardless. Um, yeah, so is Lucky it, this is a podcast. For general health, for, ge- for general, fuck yeah. <laughs> for general health, is it still good to, you know, put the, the eye 
patches. Yeah, look, if you, yeah, if you've got a TV definitely. in your room, then yeah, definitely black out as much as you can, block the noise out with earplugs. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be like music or... Uh, it's funny you bring that subconscious thing up because like, the other way, I'm a bad sleeper. I need to listen to something to fall asleep if it's a podcast that I know I'm yep. not interested in. Yeah, that's... Just that. I love, I love these tricks people. I love these tricks people do. Yeah, exactly. so I'll have it going. But then I got to the point where you just said you're still subconsciously awake. I Googled, can you learn languages in your sleep? <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I can learn while I'm sleeping and I'm still switched on, I can pick it up. And have you been? Uh, no, I use Duolingo when I'm awake. But I did. there are some studies that suggest that you can do some kind of subconscious learning yeah. when, when yeah, you sleep. So which, which states of sleep would that be though that's what, what i was going to go into next when you guys said there's different things what i did was a game changer for me was just downloaded a real simple sleep app yeah. that wakes you up within half an hour an hour of your peak mm-hmm. yeah and the difference was incredible man when yeah. you wake up in a peak as opposed yeah. to a trough yeah, yeah. well that's what they great, say you, man but even any sort of app that makes you aware of how much you're sleeping yeah awareness is huge yeah. you know like if you can see like wow like i'm I thought I was sleeping enough. I'm only getting five or six hours. Yeah. Then, then just being aware of it's going to make you try and sleep yeah. more. The big about the theory of this, um, where I heard there's a placebo effect you can do on yourself, where you convince yourself if you've had a, a good sleep that you automatically Look, start to feel like you've had a better sleep. Potentially, but the biggest problem people have with sleep is that if you don't, if you can't sleep and you stay in your bed. You actually start to associate not sleeping with, with your, your bed. bed. Yeah. So if you can't sleep, you need to get out of your bed after about 25 minutes, go to a section of the house, do something, read, whatever, in a dim, obviously dim lighting. Mm. When you feel tired, go back to sleep. But if, you, if you're laying awake in bed mm. for hours you on end- You be having sex. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not rooting, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're associating your bed with not sleeping. So then there becomes that relationship which is unhealthy. So. Yeah, it's yeah. like Pavlov's dog. Well, and that sort of mental mindset conditioning, I understand. And going back on what you were talking about with your back earlier, when I went to see a back specialist about my back problems I had when I was younger, he said the biggest part of my problem was thinking I had a back problem. He's trying to protect protect it and I would tighten the muscles subconsciously around and that would cause... And as as there was a problem, but I was really exacerbating the issue by... Yeah, but being constantly it. aware of it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's um, but yeah, I guess. So um, I guess another thing I wanted to ask you both about, you've probably both seen the Game Changers doco. I have. You? I actually haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. It is a He's Game like, Changer. This is the only person in Australia who hasn't seen it. I haven't so, seen it. I, I, think, I, I, it I think I rebelled. After again. the first 15 minutes, I, I, yeah. I fell Sorry. asleep to it. I turned it on before I went to bed and I fell, I fell asleep, asleep to it. Man. So, yeah. so these are the first 15 so, I, think, no. I think it was more the rebel coming out in me. Everyone was just shroffing it and everyone I turned to was turning into a plant-based vegan or something and I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not... Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Not <laughs> so my question is... Uh, yeah, nothing. I don't have anything against them, but I was like... You you can't just watch a show. Yes, and cor- fix his life. A hundred percent. Wow, this is the answer. Yeah, totally agree. The, doc- um, the document is bias. Yeah, they yeah, of course. He's the studies. You can pick at the studies and find out, like they would have tested the the people that match their whatever they want. You know, it just it doesn't make work. This, the and look, and that's and hypothesis. Um, it's James Wilkinson, I think, is who made the documentary. He yeah. went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he. He defended like his the criticisms of it, and he yeah. did really well. Yep. So well, in fact, that Rogan said he was almost going to take down the one he did prior, yeah. like picking it to bits. Oh, yeah. did uh, yeah? Because I knew because Chris Cresser destroyed the Rogan. 
no, destroyed the Game Changers documentary. And then Wilkinson, Wilkinson or Wilkins, came on, the maker, defended it it and fucking. Well, going back to to Delby's point about trying stuff. So I've got a genetic condition which gives me high cholesterol, right? Yep. So 27, I just started a bodybuilding comp. Mm -hmm. I'm 4% body fat in the best shape of my life. I get my bloods done like a week later and my cholesterol is like 7.4. What does that mean, but? So it's supposed to be five, yeah, right, and below for the average person. I'm like way off the Richter at 27. So I go see all these specialists, get all these dye injected into my heart. Right, uh, you need to stop, stop eating salt and fats and so get lean like, your cholesterol. <laughs> what, are you, what are you eating? I'm like, well, obviously just come off bodybuilding comps. I mean, like fucking four bits of beef a day, two bits of chicken and a bit of fish every day. Um, anyway, I saw this specialist in Perth about, uh, he's a cardiologist and he's like, you need to go to the Heart Foundation website and look at their diet yeah. and follow that. And wow, they fucked as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all shit too. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I did about, I read about four books and one of them was a China study and it, it changed the way- The China study The is. China study is like mm. the one book you should read if you want to go vegan. Mm. So all I did was just go vegan for six months and see what happened, right? And in six months of eating a single animal product, my cholesterol went from 7.3 or 7.4 to 4.8. I'd never been below five in my life from the age of about 20. So there's definitely something to it, but the caviar is there is no evidence that high cholesterol alone yeah, causes no. any sort of issues. There are always people who are obese, hypertension, you know, don't do anything, <clears throat> alcoholics. So cholesterol alone isn't a big predictor of anything. Biodiversity really. would be like a big thing as well like yeah everyone's different in certain yeah. ways as well but well, i got my iron test and i was through the roof man like yeah. I was, yeah. it was like that what i think it was like something to do with women or pregnancy or some shit but like i had it tested and the guy what, was like, you had is- none yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different two years D- had, just lacking um, it send it through the roof yeah it was fucking weird man i was iron man literally but because yeah. um, i was always tired mm. and it might have been the sleep or something but i got my bloods done and the guy was like dude your iron is re- retarded out of control man. but isn't that like, the other way like isn't low iron cause tiredness? Low iron only cause fatigue because it's 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 in, in your blood and it carries yeah. oxygen around the body, which is called hemoglobin. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know what what was going on with that. And I did a few little changes. I can't remember, but then it got back to normal. So I was like, yeah. Oh, you bring it back down, eh? Yeah, yeah cool. So I don't know. It was real strange, eh? Yeah. So, but like since two thousand and sort of fifteen, sixteen, I haven't bought a piece of meat like red meat. I still eat meat every now and then, but to me. I think hey, the reduction in meat. Such a liar. We had chicken omelets the other day. <laughs> <laughs> they were good omelets. I, but I, I, I have bought red meat. Bullshit. Uh, I still have chicken. I still have eggs. Um, yep. And a little bit dairy from here and there. But if you want fresh eggs, I bought chickens during COVID as well. So <laughs> yeah. before a day, how much? Mate. Free. Free. Yeah. No, um, yeah. So, but now I'm just. I think. I think people could reduce the amount of meat they eat. I'm not saying it's mm. the answer, but I think we could definitely reduce it from a agricultural standpoint. But there's some studies obviously done in rats. Okay, and you can't use rats and extrapolate it to humans. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking always talking to the police. I oh, say. No. <laughs> Jesus. That's why they start experimenting on them. Um, we'll let you immunity if we do some tests on you. They, 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 they had like these two rat groups and one of the rat groups ate like the equivalent of like 10,000 steaks a day to versus, you know, no steaks or no meat at all, animal products. Mm-hmm. Everyone who ate, all the rats who ate meat, 100% died from cancer. And in the other group, none of them died of any sort of they just died of old age, basically. Yeah. So, Cripp- crippling loneliness again. <laughs> yeah. just With Delby. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting, but it doesn't equate to... No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't extrapolate. That's, that's right. So, I'm, I'm again, like, I am largely plant-based. I do yeah. eat a bit of dairy and eggs, but um, I'm not 
it's going to be pushing it, saying this is the fucking answer for every single person. Yeah, because I don't think there is any one diet. No, ex- the answer is exactly. See, I sort of tend to disagree. There's definitely yeah. a better diet. Like, if you're going to pick a better diet, a general general diet, the number one thing to go for is low carb, moderate protein, and healthy fat. So, That's what's it. your thing on? Oh, I'm fat because yeah, it's I, genetic. What's when that? I was going to say that, Corey, that? I wasn't saying any. Yeah, yeah. Not one diet is perfect. Yeah, and yeah. That every human being should be of on course. different yes. cultures. Yeah. Like I, I work with Indonesian athletes and their bodies obviously tolerate carbs yeah. differently to us. Yeah. Yeah. Generations well, yeah. hundred percent. You know, and like I can't go and tell, loss. I can't go and tell my Indonesian athletes just to go under 50 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. yeah. Or is it uh, the, up in Alaska, they, you know, so they I'm really still learning eat, that process with them as well. No, no vegetables throughout the year. Yeah. Just, so I guess, I guess I'll ask you Blake from your, background how much of this are you educated about or have you take are you working with Corey to learn this do you know this do you have your own theories on this well, stuff Corey's by far out educates me right. yeah I'm self-educated I don't have any degrees or anything I have yeah. coaching certificates and stuff like that yeah and nothing, by doing nothing well, from right? school or anything like that um, bit of trial and error yeah. and and having the right team around me I, I yeah I, I trust the doctors, Corey, yeah. and that to help me. And have me. you done any of this stuff on yourself to see what works best or are you just... Yeah, definitely. Taking, I yeah. raced for... <laughs> I raced um, the start of my career. I can say that I won a series in Western Australia on McDonald's. Yeah, sick. That's <laughs> so like yeah. the who's of cyclists. Yeah. That's like you're the, the running yeah, version yeah, of that like cyclist. I, I can Ryan pretty whatever. much clearly guarantee that there was a bacon, egg, McMuffin and hash brown. Fuck yeah. And coffee on the way to a series that I won. Yeah. <laughs> but then once, uh, as I got more serious about it and then looked into it further, like obviously it's not it's not healthy, it's not the way to be. Yeah. You know, like... um. And then I so tried. has your collaboration come about because of you wanting to improve? Are you guys mates? Do you know each other through Branchy? Oh yeah, Branchy introduced. I, I created us. a monster. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he actually did. It's yeah. actually Branchy was like, oh, I can't be around. I've got this one weapon of a dude of a mate and another one. <laughs> and I'm going to put them together. They're going to be weapon like Optimus X. Prime, <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking Transformers. Transformers yeah. can't be around them as well. It's just like no, nah, Optimus just Prime condition. And they spent too much time together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um. No, yeah, I went to Cor- I went and worked with Corey because his expertise and his drive and yeah. his passion for, for like being the best at what he does, but also being open minded and learning because evolve yeah. or die. Mate, I told people to eat high carb for like yeah. eight years. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, like, it's okay to be wrong. People, people, people get scared about being wrong. Like, oh, who gives I a like, shit? Like, I like fucked up. Learn, right? These are the people that you want to listen to. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. At one time, yeah, that was right. That's what education we're up to. You yeah. know, right. like. Um, and then, but things evolve. If you don't evolve with it, you st- you're stuck there. Yeah, I guess a know? good example of that is me. My whole life being told, if your back's fucked, don't exercise. Don't yeah, move. Don't. But in, in reality, well, there's an example. Complete. I went yeah. to a nutritionist. I was yeah. looking for a nutritionist when I didn't know too much about food and yeah. dieting, and I probably was eating the macas and that. Yeah. And one of the ones I went for a consult was like, I was like, oh yeah, what about this like low carb like sort of thing I'm I'm thinking about dabbling in it and she just shut it down said it's no it's wrong right. and told me to eat six mountains of uh, plants like and I was just like oh well that's not a very good professional opinion <laughs> yeah. like, you can't just have a closed eye like that and yeah. then I <laughs> and I I'm black and white yeah. and I sat there in front of her and I was like what's your education yeah yeah and she's like what do you mean and I was like what what level of education do you have in nutrition 
And this is just because I was dumbfounded with her yeah. answers. And she's mm. like, well, actually, none. I've just been working here for a long time. I'm oh, like, wow. so you're not qualified in anything? <laughs> she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, I've, I've heard enough then. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, 100%. what? And I, and I was sitting there with my wife who was having a consult as well. And I'm like, it's a completely personal decision. And yeah. I'm like, but yeah, I'm insane. not going with you. Well, even, even if they've got results to back it up, I they're like, none, but this is what I've done. I've tried this, this X yeah, and X. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, even doctors to a certain extent, they only have... How 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 long? Don't talk to us about nutrition. Nutrition. Oh yeah. no! Well, that, dude, they've got to because, learn so much about. So many oh, they need to know everything. So they go to the specialist. I and and that's that's doctor. where I sort of I completely agree. They don't know, and they probably don't profess to know yeah. um, the. Ins I just and out wondered of if they got taught more than to consult you and tell you it's okay. Go rest and hydrate. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all I ever get told by a GP. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. symptom, everything I got wrong, just so, take, just take. Because it's general, I, and general thing. When I had my like, issues with my with my gut, and I, I think had, I, I, if if I've had an antibiotic, because the same name for fucking any everything. problem I've had under the world. Yeah. When I Moxicillin, had my so. gut issues, <laughs> I I had some serious issues that landed me in hospital after a game of footy once, and they were gut related, and yeah. um probably through my own fault through taking too many anti-inflammatories and and whatnot but um after a a while of going and seeing a few doctors here and there and and seeing nutritionists and fucking everyone i could see um after a while we put the i guess we realized that medication was what had caused my issue yeah and they tried to prescribe me medication to fix the issue (laughs) it just seemed illogical in my head that so putting a pill in my body to fix a problem that was caused by a pill. Yeah, so type 2 diabetes, right? So type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. is your body being insulin resistant. So you, you're taking in so much sugar that mm-hmm. your body is just hyper like releasing insulin, right? Mm-hmm. To try and pack it all into your liver and glycogen. <laughs> so you can only store 400 grams of, gra- of carbs, which is about 2,000 calories. And about $2,000 from China. <laughs> <laughs> so people who develop type 2 diabetes, right, over, say, a decade, mm. their body's becoming, it's, it's filling up with sugar, right? So rather than tell the patient that to stop eating sugar and you'll actually tap into that and you'll start burning that sugar off and then you'll start burning to fat, they go, nah, fuck it. We'll just give you some more insulin. Just keep injecting insulin yeah. so you can keep eating sugar. Yeah. How was that? It, it's just dumbfounds me. I'm like, these are medical doctors. It's worse in America. It's the house of learned so doctors. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, such, it's so much money in drugs. So. Do you think you can reverse? It's 100% reversible. Yeah, yeah. It's 100% reversible. You stop eating, stop eating carbs. Type one's and, not. And you know right. what type edu- one's not, no. Yeah, yeah, and you know what the education for most people think is like, most people think, I got it. Yeah. Fucked. Yeah. That's oh, it. I've got it forever. And the reason why they Bang, lose. Bang, jab, fix, fix, fix. Yeah. fix the reason fix, why they fix, lose fix, their fix. eyesight and they lose their foot is because the sugar keeps packed in and it keeps packing in and packing in mm. and it becomes toxic and rots, which is why they lose oh, their eyes, so which mega. is why they lose their feet. Um, type ones actually have low insulin. So they don't have enough insulin. So that's why I have to inject it all. Um, it's, that's how it's done. So yeah, it's just dumbfounds me that you give type 2 diabetic more oh. insulin so they keep eating the shit they eat. Um, Eventually that'll change Like everything else yeah, Surely yeah, yeah. It'll change So I guess it, it actually is slowly changing so. I guess the story um, I don't know what you wanted To ask the boys But so Corey had his Fucked up leg And that How did you get into What you got into Into triathlon Yeah Because uh, you've done it Really great, successfully well, Great you story go, You well, want to go from the start Yeah Where do we start <laughs> yeah, Where do you start Go back the, to the start <laughs> That's a separate podcast you, Do yeah. you want to go back To seeing Delby At a fucking <laughs> At a party, we start there. Well, that was that was that was seven nights a week. <laughs> um, the basis of the story is from memory. The triggers are 
We won a football flag at Ocean Ridge. Oh, fucking Just dog. reserves. Yeah. Yep. Partied for <laughs> a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't remember too much of the partying or yeah. much of the game. Mm. And uh, came home and my partner at the time had left. And um, that was... Within, the, what, within those few days that oh, you were think, partying or think, like you'd been... I think what I'd done for the previous seven years <laughs> had yeah. led to that and, yeah. and I think that broke the backbone. Yeah. But we won't go back through that yeah, seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that could be a cool origin story podcast. Because yeah. you were 98, 97 kilos when you started. Yeah. The, the story of you starting that triathlon is a good story because like what was like you picked a lamppost? Tell me yeah, yeah, yeah. When you um, but they, that was the clear decider in me changing my life yeah. from who I was before yeah. and then to working towards being a better person. Mm. But it, even from that day, like she'd packed up and left, uh, had a couple of years of counseling and then I didn't find tri. I didn't start triathlon for probably another two or three years. I actually went away. I ended up back with that sh- bird, which yeah. I'm married to now, Rebecca. Oh, nice. And Great got bird. two That's children. A nice little but it, yeah, but we end up back together and, it was a trip with her to the US and Europe and on the way home I was like, fuck, like I haven't been drinking for a long time yeah. and I'd seen photos from the trip and I was like, wow, mm. you are unfit. Yeah. You know, like at first I thought I was doing the right thing by not drinking and I'm like, yeah, good, that's it, that's enough. Yeah. But um, it wasn't like a couple of photos I seen on the way home. I was like, wow. That's- and how uh, it's interesting you mentioned counselling because most dudes wouldn't have the fucking – balls to go and do that how did you get into that and man, at it, first were you against it or were you like i need this yeah or? man like um my so i see it as my problem i probably thought that i maybe needed to, to see some therapists yeah previous to that but yeah. my problem came from my my dad yeah who like was a vietnam veteran and had counseling yeah but always said, ah, oh, fuck, I don't need it, I don't yeah. need it, I don't need it. So I just thought, oh, yeah, we don't have it. Yeah. So in a way it was something that uh, like had been, I was just, I'd learnt from my parents, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's who. You're a product yeah. of your environment. You're and, a product um, of your environment. And like probably one of the proudest things that I'm proud that I've done, you know, like break, and to, it, to break the break the trend. Yeah. And, um, and it helped, obviously. Oh, mate, changed my life. And do you think And it was, it was actually of- my part. The partner that left, her mum, was the one that came, even though I'd separated with the daughter, yeah. came, picked me up That's and helped awesome. me call up the counsellor yeah. and go and then and then took me like time after time and then and then Becca, my partner, joined me at the time and Without the support around me, yeah. I don't know, I probably wouldn't have kept going, you know? Yeah, that's interesting because some people don't have that, so you're really What, lucky. the support? Yeah, the support yeah. network around yeah. it. And like we, I'd separated with that girl. So yeah, that's Rebecca. amazing by that. So, the, so Rebecca's mum yeah. didn't have to help me, you know? Yeah. But I've been with the family a long time. We were in a serious relationship yeah. and that sort of thing, so. Um, and there's no lady... Better suited this man on earth than her. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that the, could tolerate. No, <laughs> there is no woman who could tolerate this man like yeah. the way she does, and she's she's awesome. But right. like, yeah, I think like that said, like when when you have that partner, like yeah, the good and bad parts of everybody's got a mix. You know, they yeah. don't. You can't just turn it all off. Yeah, and take the good. Yeah, yeah. You can't be someone you're not. Yeah. To be in a relationship, then that won't work either. Yeah. You know? And did you think? So I guess it's important for anyone listening as well. After your first session, were you like, no, nah, this is fucked? Or were you like, oh, I've made some headway? Oh, or man, like, I walked out of there out? and I reckon 
man, I, f- I felt like I'd been through a war. I was so dra- physically yeah. and ment- like mentally drained. I was, was so tired. Was it the first tired. time you'd sat down and faced yourself sort of thing? Yeah. Or, yeah. And like credit to therapists yeah. with what they do. Every day. And every how, they, how, they, how they unlock it all mm. and go through <clears> it and <throat> dig through it and know what to do. Yeah. And like know when to push and when not to push, and and then having your girl there must have been pretty awesome to know that she was with you, mate. One of the, for like, what you were as, as a start, to- like you know, it's one of those things. Like we do it, males do it all the time. Oh yeah, I'm going to change. Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. One week goes by, they're back doing whatever. Yeah. Whatever weekend, weekend comes, they're full gas in the beers. Yeah, yeah, but it's not just drinking. Like it might be anything. Like yeah. it's like I'm not doing this anymore, and then next week they're back doing. Yeah. You know, gambling. Yeah. Well, yeah, legit. Anything, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. then um, it was at a point like she used to wait in the driveway, like to show the support while I went in for the whole session. Yeah. And and like and then be be there for me when I come out. See. You know, and having someone drop you off and pick you up was game changer. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess if anyone's listening that is going through something similar, try find someone you can count on or just ask someone. Man, but like even just- come with me and drop even, me off or- Even, even us guys, we yeah. like, like it taught me so much about opening up to my emotions and, yeah. and being open about them. Like now, now I'm more open about my emotions than my missus. <laughs> yeah. She gets pissed off about well, me talking about- does this podcast go this way at all. <laughs> yeah. This is out of left field. I'm in this because it's, yeah. it's health, but, but it's, it's not re- just physical. No, no, health, no, no, no. I, like, really, I like it, but it's, it's really important, yeah. you know, like mental health. Yeah. The people that know me and the people I've got around me, it's been a big problem. I've lost mates to it. Yeah. I've got a mate in a prison lot, that's just yeah. gone to prison through some depression and And there's a lot of that for me. My mates are induced by meth as well, man. So it's yeah. like one of those thing, the mental health. It's a massive thing to me. And like part of the thing that I use my racing and like and and my brand as a as a vehicle to make awareness for now. Yeah. It's so important, man. Just reach out to your mates, especially in this COVID time, like makes times even tougher. Like you don't know like two of the mates that I've I've lost at the moment. When I've spoke to them within within two weeks of of losing them, yeah. like I wouldn't have picked much wrong. Yeah, you know. So don't just reach out if you think something's wrong. You never well, know. he told me today he's, tra- he's a clothing brand wants to become on as a sponsor. The first thing he said was like, "Well, as long as you can put my BK performance on there for mental health awareness." Yeah, and it's was- such a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, like my triathlon then. and racing is so important to me, but I also see it as a vehicle where I can make a difference and like the brand and that's built around, yeah, raising mental health awareness and lymphoma cancer, which we battled with my mum. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great because, I mean, I think I'm lucky. I've been brought up by my mum who's always encouraged me to talk about how I'm feeling anytime there's an issue. We, yeah. we, I'm, I'm fine with talking about and being yeah. open. But then I've got mates that are like, how the fuck can you talk to your mum about that? They won't even open up to me. I, yeah. They're yeah. like, you tell me, like, you're too open with your emotion but I think it's really freeing man. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, but, um, but the biggest thing is um man, you got to be ready yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important yeah. to be ready yourself, yeah. Yeah. And then yes. you got a triathlon and then so when did yeah, you so start getting into triathlons right? from that? So that's that's, a, one that's probably your building block. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, then I I had those photos coming back and I was like, man, I looked at some I remember one particular I went to a magic show in Las Vegas like a Chris Angel magic show or something. I, I, can't, I can't remember. Mind freak. Mind yeah, freak. I, I can, or can't remember what it was, but yeah. And they give you a little, um, like you buy the photo thing, yeah. a little album. You bought it. Oh, yeah. Come on, you bought it. In for yeah. like 50 bucks. Come on, yeah. you bought it. It just gets done, yeah. <laughs> That's silly. 
Money wasn't an issue back then. <laughs> <laughs> it was concreter. Concreter. <laughs> <laughs> we just print it. It comes out the back of the truck. <laughs> but, yeah, um, and I, I remember getting home and opening that thing and I was like, the photo and looking and I was like, wow, fucking, I'm not happy. Like, although mm. I've stopped drinking, like, I've, I've got to do something about this. Yeah. And then um, happened to be... Because we were away for so long, I was catching up with some mates and we are going across to Rotto on the boat. Mm. And we got across to Rotto and the boys come out. Well, these are good mates of mine. They come out in Speedos and goggles and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we've been training for a triathlon and fucking jumped in, swam with them. And then fucking like, I think we were going back and they, I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm going to do this triathlon that we're doing with you. And um, they're like, oh, you need to get a bike and this and that. And I, we hopped off back thing straight to the shop, bought the gear, started training with them, uh, and I actually beat them at the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, happy and, days. Um, Did you enjoy the swim? I can't fucking handle swimming. That myself. was the only thing I was good at. Right. He's fat. He I floats. was fat. I was yeah. floating. My boy. It was. A, it was. Yeah. And then um, I kind of see is it that, and then it escalated so quick, like yeah. It addictive just, personality it's just, just my addictive personality it fed the personality well keep me controlled yeah kept like ran me out of energy before I had to could do it's anything kind of else yeah. you know yeah. I love bed now I, yeah. 8 o'clock <laughs> on the weekends but I'm in bed I can't wait yeah and then like yeah then not long after we signed up did a team half Ironman and I was like man I want to do this by myself yeah and um well you said your first half you said you were going to do four and a half hours and no one, no one believed you yeah yeah, yeah, I got two weeks out from my first half Ironman. Which is tough, like, by the way. And I was like, fuck, I don't know how to do this taper thing. What are the distances Rest. on that? Uh, uh, half Ironman? 1.8 kilometer swim. Yeah, I mean. No, 1.9. Yeah, 1.9. And 90K bike fuck and enough. a 21K run. I wouldn't do that in three months. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so um, I signed up for it. It was a half 70.3 Mandra. You signed up for it two weeks out? No, 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 no. I signed up. I signed yeah. up well out yeah. training for it with with guys that had had been doing triathlon around me. Yeah. But I got to the taper point and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really know how to do this properly. So my swim coach was a triathlon coach, yeah. absolute legend of a bloke. He actually just come around during the week for a coffee, and um, it wasn't past ten a.m. Was it? He's terrible good at that rule. <laughs> he brought but me yeah, coffee at two o'clock the other day and his room my sleep that night. I was like, uh. I and said, Can you help me with the taper part? And then he started coaching me. So that means you're decreasing your training. Yeah. Yeah. So taper for those people listening is just basically like a deload over two weeks before an event to make yourself feel yeah, fresh. Yeah, so to balance yeah. your training and freshen up, get yeah. ready for the race. Get rid of the fatigue. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing. And he's like, Oh, yeah, it's a bit close to the race. Like, what? Here, I'll give you some pointers. And then we started talking. He asked me what time I wanted to do or what my goals were. And what's a standard? Well, there's no standard there's no. half Ironman, but what would be a happy time for the, your general punter? I think the average time for a, a Ironman field is like about six hours yeah. across the whole field. Yeah. From the slowest to the fastest. But average, yeah. Yeah. And then um, he asked me what my goals were. Basically, he thought I was dreaming. Yeah. I said I wanted to do four hours 30. And um, that's ridiculous. I still, like, although he thinks that's like, it's unbelievable. I'm like, whatever. That's Was that like, a motivator to prove him wrong as well? Oh, yeah, it fueled yeah. the fire for sure. Yeah. But um, so we went out and raced. I had a pretty good race, but I did four hours and like 
four hours 30 and two seconds yeah so i went over what i wanted to do so no one could come near me for the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> Jim, his mother out of his house yeah, yeah yeah we had a we had um we had a we hired a massive house on the canals i had all my mates down there watch me all my bogan mates they actually had my wakeboard boat oh. in the river while i was racing running around like Fuck. mad dogs and um my mum's like oh my mum knows me pretty well and she could tell i wasn't too happy and she's like oh what do you think and i'm like what do you mean what do i think mum i fucking didn't do what i wanted to do i'm and fucking I was like it's two off. seconds You're like, Fuck. like leave me alone i'm sleeping on the couch and i was like if you fucking don't leave me alone get out and um i guess it just fueled the fire more fuck so how did you become a professional triathlete you get people to pay you to do that that's pretty fucking cool um yeah well it's you have to there's a certain qualification process and then you put an application in to like try your foundation of like wherever you are like triathlon australia so obviously like you have to hit certain times right so it's like percentages of certain within a percentage of the professional field finishing you top one percent yeah um it's like it's top. I think it's within four percent of a winner at a championship, yep. and six, no, six percent at a championship, and four percent at the general race. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I'd actually qualified quite a few times before I applied for my license. Yeah, sick. Because. Um, That's weird. You get a license to run and ride bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah. Wow. And how many you you qualified? You you've run Kona before as an amateur. Yep. Is that a mountain? Tr- Kona's the Kona's our so, Ironman World Championship. So that's like, that's, that's, that's Hawaii. Yeah, it's Hawaii. So it's yeah. a pinnacle of yeah, Ironman. Yeah, yeah, I've where, seen it on TV, but yeah, it's a pinnacle of Ironman. Um, yeah, wow. So from when I heard, and who pays you to do it? This this company that when you apply and you get the license, uh, no, or you no, find no, sponsors. They, they that the company that runs Ironman. Yeah. they just take all our money. Yeah, you don't get much for doing Ironman, and then they cool. take ages to pay us when yeah. we're already broke. Yeah. Um, they take the same amount of time an Ironman takes, but yeah, <laughs> extrapolate yeah. into yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really, it's hard to get sponsorship as a triathlete. Yeah. It's not really like any other sport, you know, like it's not, a lot of the time you say you're a professional athlete, people think, oh, well, this must be making good money, but yeah. not in triathlon. And triathlon's know? the worst sport to watch as a spectator. Yeah. 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 They jump in the ocean, they're gone for an hour, yeah. they get out, they jump on their bike for six hours. Yeah. You, don't, you might see them once if you're lucky. Oh, and then the run's the only part you actually get to see them. So. It's, not a, time it's not a hugely yeah. lucrative sport, but I think I also think that's a plus because everyone that's on the start line is, is driven love and it. motivated yeah. and loves the sport. We well, spoke about it last time. You, it, it's like such a tight-knit community because everyone has that similar mindset yeah. of the yeah. motivation and, it and similar, drive. It attracts similar uh, personalities. Hmm. Like you got to be driven. You got to be a bit crazy. Yeah. So I guess know, like, you would might know. Do you know Carl Simons? He started doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl, yeah. Do I know? I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is he still doing? I'm not sure, but he has that same mentality. Like he just loves it. Froths it. Yeah. But like runs. the same thing. Then I got into it, and like my addictive personality. I like wanted to learn everything as fast as I could. Reading, yeah. gathering everything, coaches like, and then like through trial and error, like. I learned that I was like, wow, all these people are wasting so much money and time and doing things the wrong way. I was yeah. like, even though I haven't been in it that long, I think I can help them just from the mistakes I made. So yeah. I started coaching. Sick. Um, and then I seen the opportunity to use, I seen the personalities that it attracted. Um, and I seen that you can almost offset someone's bad addiction, replace the bad habit. 
with a good with one. an addiction to swim, bike, and run. Yeah, and and I, I've helped I've helped a couple of guys through from like being recovering addicts. Yeah, now done half Ironmans. Ironmans. Yeah. I, I find that you do hear a lot of those stories, eh? Yeah, the guys have gone from being hooked on something and then they replace the habit. Yeah, swapping an addiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh, because that's it's pretty cool. That's it's a game pers- changer. That's yeah. a real game changer. Yeah. Right? It's the yeah, personality. <laughs> that, it's like the personality that causes the problem. Yeah. So if you can give the personality something to do. Yeah. And do you get that runner's high as well? That we replace. Oh yeah, man. Like yeah. when you're on and you have the best run of your life, like there's nothing like Smash. it. Yeah. Because my mate Dean Brown is is addicted. He decided to do a marathon. He ran it. I'm still time. waiting to run well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so he's gonna do it, do it. But he he's froths it, man. He just goes yeah. out and does twenty k's, and I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, I love it, man. The problem is like yeah. when you're this sort of personality, though, is like you hit a benchmark. You're like, well, now it'll get better. Yeah. And now it just keep going in that rabbit hole, and the next thing you know, like you're doing it full time. You're like, what am I doing? So what happens when you get injured? When a triathlete's injured, or what happens when your career comes to an end? What do you got to do then? He's, well, he's, in, he's in serious trouble. Yeah. This man right next to me is in serious <laughs> trouble when he's triathlon career well, It's ends, actually so. another big part of a business adventure that I'm interested in. Mm. I've got multiple ideas. I'm just unsure how to execute it, but it's definitely on the top of my list of... What happens now? Of creating an organisation or something or some sort of body that looks after athletes in all sports. Yeah, because you hear a footy player. Oh, yeah. you see it now. Yeah, You see Cousins, you see... Yeah. Dean Laidley, you see all the cut yep. when they've They're lost all, that structure and yep. that routine. Yeah, that's, mm. See you but later. The thing is, Ricky the, Nixon. The thing is, like, the thing that made Ben Cousins a, a great Dr- footballer made him a great druggie as is well. also made him yeah a driven drug addict. Yeah. So if you kill that person, you he doesn't play that that per, that personality that drove. He doesn't out train everyone. Yeah. Money yeah. To Imagine Michael Jordan got. Yeah. Yeah. He's still got stuff. What a series that is, but eh? Like, oh, but, unreal. He's got but, that personality. Oh, mate. But now he's got the golf and he's but, gambling. And yeah, but like, yeah, the same. He's going to be fat too. Yeah, he's like, always got to win. Yeah. Whatever he does, he's he wants to be the best at. He wants yeah. to win too. But like the level that he does anything at is elite. Yeah. You know, like he was playing basketball and then he's like, yeah, I want to play baseball. baseball. So yeah. I'm a professional baseballer. Like not just go and hit it at the park with the local dudes. Yeah. It's going, I want to go play the league. Next level. And yeah. then like, even even his golf, like he's like, yeah, I really enjoy golf. So he's he has to be a lead at it. Like I yeah. think he was a scratch handicapper or something, eh? Yeah, you got, you got, like, I, don't he's know, a I don't great, know how low he got, but he was yeah, good. Yeah, he's a great golfer. I say the same thing, like Tiger Woods is one of my idols. Oh, like, once a day when I see Blake, he'll just show me like an Instagram photo or Instagram video us. of the sound right. of like Tiger Woods. Just the sound. Flushing. Just the sound if of Flushing like an me, iron. If I'm is in this a bad fl- mood. With a woman or with a... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> in his car. No, no. He gets yeah. hit by the woman <laughs> with the club. <laughs> I like the sound of him hitting the golf ball. Oh, that's the reverse. Hitting on But yeah, but I, I say the same thing. Like, if no matter what sport, that personality he chose, hit him in the best at. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, and that and that probably brings me to my final question that I had for you guys tonight was mindset. Um, you say he had that mindset of he wanted to be the best. Yeah, mindset, and you mentioned the placebo effect yeah. earlier. That again is the power. It shows the power of the mind and and how you can use it to basically achieve anything. And anything. we've we've often spoke about the manifestation. Yeah. How manifestation isn't magic. Manifestation is directed focus yeah. in yeah. a in a certain area. You just got to plant a seed. And how how important do you think that is? Not just for achieving uh, like your physical and your elite 
um, programs. Oh, sorry, your uh, I guess your the things you're trying to achieve. But how how else do you think it? Uh, I guess affects your health, like the, oh. your mindset. Well, you you already you you answered that yourself earlier. Mm. You said you thought you were a person with a bad back. Yes. So you had a bad back. Yeah, 100%. and it got worse. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't getting better because you were 100% convinced mm. you were the guy with the bad back. Mm. And that's it. That's where as, it's going. As soon as I Until change Until you that change mind. where you believe. Mm-hmm. If you don't change where you believe, your back's not going to get better. That's if good. you didn't go in and think your back's going to get... If you just thought... If you had the one thought that like, oh, my back's just going to stay the same with Corey, yeah. it's going to stay. That's yeah. that fear, you know? You sort of in But like, if, if you went to this... It's not it's not who's more educated or did the right or right thing. Yeah. If your mindset was different where you went, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Well that was the big thing like I yeah. said to Corey, my mind flipped like yeah. oh, okay, maybe it will and that's like a switch. With us yeah. in our industry, we just catch people at the right time. Like yeah. if we get someone in the right moment where they're just sort of at breaking point and you can guide them and educate them along the way, then they generally get results. If someone I know within the first five minutes when I meet someone, if they're gonna do the work or not gonna do the work. And I'll tell them that in the first five minutes, that's easy. I've done this for 13 years, done thousands of consults. I'll know pretty quickly if you can do the work or not. As a mm. client, the thing you appreciate the most is the person going, look, I think I can fix you. I've had this before or I don't reckon that. You refer yeah. if you don't know the answer, it's but out. if you want to understand mindset and like in, we're obviously talking about performance here, mm. the best book I've ever read was Endure. And Endure looks at the mental aspect of sport versus the physical. And like the common question is, you know, what what gives out first? Is it the body or is it the mind? Mm. And there's plenty of examples of that. Like in a, a marathon, for example, where it comes down to a close finish, these people have been pacing themselves for 42.2 kilometers, right, at one particular pace. Mm. And then at 39 kilometers, they realize if they need, one, they need to win the race, they need to like seriously put the hammer down. And all of a sudden, they've been tired and fatigued that a whole entire race, they've got nothing left in the tank. But the second it comes down to like a kilometer run finish, mm. yeah. they just find something and they just go. Okay, so there's this like rate limiting thing on the minds. So with my athletes, all we try and do is just try and raise the ceiling of what your perceived, um, uh, what's it, like limit. limit. Yeah, what's your limit? Like what's what's your ceiling? So if you can raise someone's That's ceiling threshold. higher and higher and higher, what they're seeing was before now becomes easy. And I said to you the other day, Blake, yeah. like doing a half Ironman, I finished that race. I was like, man, that was that was the hardest thing I've done. And then I'm like, I go to an Ironman. I'm like, that was the hardest thing I've done. Yeah. I go back into a half Ironman. I'm like, nah, it's not too bad anymore. Yeah, yeah now, you've done, pers- now that you've done the half no, right. Ironman. In perspective. Relative. So perspective, yeah. yeah and but, all that's changed is the mindset. Yeah, exactly. But the growth growth and fixed mindset, most people would know about by now. But growth mindset is is you look at a problem and go, or you look at something that might not be right, and you go, I can fix this, or I'm not smart enough, but I can get better. Mm. Some of the fixed mindset goes, I'm not smart enough, that's it. Oh, that's it. I can't get any smarter. So if I have a back issue and my back's always going to be sore, that's a fixed mindset. Yep. So you need to have, you need to look at these issues and uh, want to get better. That's it. Uh, I totally agree. That perspective is huge. I just did a job down in Albany a few, probably a couple of months ago. A couple yep. of guys rode to Albany. You told them they were going to be fucking crazy to try and do it in 24 hours. Yeah. Never ridden a bike. I had to drive behind them in a car for at 30 kilometers an hour from Perth to Albany, five oh, hours riveting. north. It took 20, it took about 23 hours of yeah. driving in a car. It's mad respecto. Yeah, really fucking inspirational. But they effort. started the journey. Like yeah. they, they planned it, started it, and left with support. And when they planned it, started it, 
there was not a doubt in their mind. Yeah, so there's that they were going to make it. There's yeah. that mindset. side, um, that that mindset of strength and and never having done it and saying they can do it no matter what. That was fucking phenomenal. But the other side of it was the perspective that you just spoke about. It yeah. took me 23 hours to drive back. Yeah, normally a five hour drive home is like oh fuck five hour five hours felt like so awesome. fucking <laughs> like, nothing. Area yeah, like, of relativity, man. Yeah. Uh, any other time I've gone to Albany, I'm like fuck. It's that's a long a, drive. A long drive. That five hours home. Was nothing. See, relativity. Ten seconds having sex is fast, man. Ten seconds sitting on a hot stove (laughs) is long, bro. And the problem with sport is like we we measure everything, and everything's done to a pace, a time, a what, a you know, a distance. Mm So and sport isn't played like that. Mm. So sport isn't like this organized. Like yeah, I'm gonna run the first quarter of footy Mm. at this particular place, and I'm gonna get this many kicks. It doesn't happen that way. But we train that way. So, like, a mistake that I've made in my coaching career is always have everything timed and mm. mapped out, whereas footy and sport is organized chaos. So, you need to adapt them to that as well. So and you can't measure mindset, really, no. can you? Well, you it's can sucks. to some degree. There is a grit scale. You can use a grit scale, which gives you, like, a rough score of what how you What about fucking Goggins? Oh, yeah, he's just mental. Goggins. Like, he's no, probably, you can't measure that. No, he's, like, ah, fuck, uh, just you can't just, measure that. You can measure the muscle damage and the stuff he causes <laughs> to his body. You can measure all that. But even, like, he's... He's psycho the way he doesn't even listen to music or anything when he's working out for eight hours or something. He'll just yeah. mindset. He'll just mindset. do it because it's, it's like harder. It's cheating, yeah, because he knows he gets better from doing it. Yeah, and that's incredible as well. Well, oh. with Iron Man, like Blake would know, you can't listen to music. So no. when we get closer, when I get closer to a race, I don't listen to music for all my long rides and runs. I'm weird. And I don't like to listen to music because I like to be in tune with how I'm feeling and what my body's doing. But in on a the workout flip side, or, so, or a run, any. So like I run. I where? run. I work out. No music all the time. All the time. All the time. Wow. Yeah. But it works a flip side because then I'm like, oh, maybe I'm fucked, and your brain's like, oh, you should stop. Mm. But then you stop. Like, I could have kept going. Whereas if the very rare times I have music, it makes me not really be in tune with how I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't. Mind I want to be in tune out. with how I feel, which is mm. weird. I don't mind working out without music, and I don't mind like you know training footy and shit like that's standard. But uh, I. If I'm at an hour and a half run. Because you're stuck with your own thoughts, brah, and that's the scariest yeah. place to be. How does your mind work? It's just boring. Goes on a run, quick. man, without yeah. music. Like, it would just be going. Dude, I'm making plans. Oh, got you, would three, you would come back. You would have got a 10K run, came back with three businesses. Dude, I do, man. <laughs> it's a good time to think, but also it's a good time to sometimes shut off as well. Yeah. My first one or two Ks, like, I don't run long distance like you. For me, five, six, seven Ks is my long run. Yeah. But the first one or two, it's all going, and then it's just almost meditation by running. Yeah. Mm. So nothing, I don't really think too much and I'm just, I'm hearing my footsteps, I'm hearing my heart yeah. and I kind of zen out for a bit, which has been awesome. Yeah. And I always think, man, I would never have pictured myself being able to run again and I'm so thankful. Oh, mate. When I'm running, I'm yeah. like, yeah. this is sick. How good is it? That's, <laughs> so, that's all I thought. So, that's so all I thought in the last 5Ks that marathon, the Ironman was, yeah. I want to kill myself right now, but, but I'm lucky. so privileged to be out here right now. Yeah. But for you, like, What's your most like? Have you had a massive injury, a big serious injury? Is that what you're gonna say? No, no. I was gonna oh. ask him what's like for you out of the swim, bike, and run. Which one gives you the most pleasure in terms of mindset and like just zoning out? Is it the ride? Is it the run? Is it- definitely the swim because fuck the swim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, I guess my I think my personality is so intense. Yeah. That I don't actually is let it? off. Yeah. At all. Like I don't. Just always on. You know, like. I know you're always on. Yeah. Because you're never off. <laughs> His mind just works. Yeah. Something's 
if I'm feeling motivated and got got to get something off my chest, I call Blake. Oh, it's mate. just it's like I need, I love, I need to fucking tell when someone. Blake, when like, Blake comes in the room, my energy just lifts, and like he he came in today to the to the gym. I think I think I think I don't even know that I do it, but I think it's one of my best assets. It as is a your coach. best asset. Yeah, it is. I think I can just. I can bring motivation, even if you were feeling like it's the worst day of your life. Oh, I can bring oh. that can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I guess um, it's hard to fake, man. Yeah, you even as a coach, I, yeah. you know, like athletes come to you and ask you about your program. They're like, "Fuck, what am I going to get? Like, what, like, what magic?" I'm like, "There is no magic swim, bike, and run formula, mate. I'm sorry." Yeah. Mm. I'm like, we control the volume. And the intensity, so you don't get injured. Yeah. That's what a coach does. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, old mate down the road doesn't have a secret amount yeah. that's going to make you a professional. <laughs> no, no. I, like, I think my value comes in in the in like if you're not feeling like training and you talk to me, you're going to go want to go training. Yeah, yeah. mate. You know, a, and like if you and like the belief that I every single athlete that comes to me, whatever they say, whatever they're dreaming of. I'm in 100. percent I yeah. believe. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then and then they believe, mm. and then it's already started. There's a point where you gotta tell someone they're dreaming, but with <laughs> do Blake, you though, do you no. have to? No, I think you do. I, I could I could lie to someone. Like I had a guy walk to my gym like probably a year ago and hold a magazine cover, and the guy was like mid 40s, family, you know. But if he wanted fine, to do it, uh, yeah. But he goes in 12 weeks. I want to let this guy on the front of his cover. I said, mate, you're in the wrong uh, place. Like you just need to go find another gym. And he signed but, up though. Save the magic but for the Vegas Chris Angel. <laughs> made a two-year plan for him and yeah. showed him how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Most people wouldn't start because of the work you put in front of them. Yeah, exactly. You, if you don't, if if you pick, fuck, I, I've heard it all the time. Well, I want to do an Ironman. Yeah. I'm like, well, you can. What? If you start a journey thinking of the end goal, it's so much more immensely more harder than it is than just thinking that first. What step. was the light pole thing you were saying Each before? Step. Does it break down to that? It was a light pole you wanted to reach, and then yeah, well, like, so you tell me a story. So he yeah. said, "Well, this is what Blake told me." Like, yeah. and you can tell the story because well, I started triathlon. Yeah. Well, I started. He signed up I, for one. I started <laughs> fitness, and I was like, I was at my house, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I know my streets, and there's a light pole there." And I'm like, "I'm fucking just gonna run there and back." That's my running how, career how started. Been? I'm yeah. like, "I'm just gonna run. I'm gonna run there back, and then I'll I'll do that for this week, and then I'll slowly build it up." Yeah. And I'm like, "Right, start running." Didn't even get halfway to the light pole. Yeah. Which is how far? I think it was 1K from my house. Yeah. Mm. I didn't get halfway to the light pole that I thought I was going to run to the light pole and back. And I, yeah. was, and I was halfway and I was like, I think it was a pivotal point. I was like, fuck, I'm... Running's hard. Close. No, no, home's closer. <laughs> <laughs> but Do I turn around? But yeah. I wouldn't let myself be a pussy. Yeah. And I'm like, get your fucking ass... To the fucking light pole and back. And I think I jog, walk, jog, walk as much as yeah. I could. And it gave me that much of an ass kicking. I was like, fuck, you pussy. 98, <laughs> 98 kilos is I'm what to carry like, around. Fuck, that is heavy. Fuck, I was dragging my ass out there. And like, man, I still, the day that I ran to that light pole and back, mate, was fuck. What would be good is if we did get past photos of all of us at our heaviest oh. on the podcast and do a side by side, man. 97 kilos was mine. Yeah, no, no. You know what we do? You know, you know the the podcast poster you've done? Yeah. We do another one yeah. with, with the old photos. Just to show oh. people yeah. 
what the difference and that's is. the thing people have to realize as well like you can't be motivated all the time like motivation is this thing where people think like oh I'm, I'm just motivated to an Ironman like, ask Goggins about motivation yeah. <laughs> hates it yeah, you like, need to let yourself have a day off yeah, right? like, you need to know that you, there's going to be a few hiccups you, on the way if you know that the journey isn't like flat and stable all the way to your end goal then you, if you expect it if you know it's coming you can prepare for it like we have like you have days where you don't go out and ride for six hours like I used to take the piss at my mate who fishes yeah. I think fishing is one of the dumbest things you can do so you fun. sit on the edge of a thing and you wait for hours and hours and hours and end. Yeah. Called catching if you caught every time. Yeah, but I look at it now. I'm like, it's probably smarter than triathlon because unless you have beers, you just <laughs> get to sit with your mates and talk, feed, man. yeah, talk, talk <laughs> shit with your mates and have, have a good time. And like, we're out riding a bike for six hours in the hills. I'm like, what yeah, I but doing? then then look at it from a different perspective and look at the similarities. You sit on the boat. Yeah. You're looking at your fishing line. You're yeah. distracted from your mate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You. You, you'll therapy talk with your mate over a few beers and release good endorphins release things that guys don't talk about and shit you know like concentrating on the rod yeah. catch and release I actually, feelings yeah <laughs> I actually think the same thing happens with a bike you're that focused on riding a bike and handlebars in a group side by side with the dude and you're having a chat like quite often I'll ramble a whole heap of shit because you're riding with your good mates and, yeah. and after a ride you feel heaps better yeah you know? And the other thing that you did there, which I think is super important on mindset as well and changed my life was just your goal was the light pole. So you had a small goal, mm. tick it off, whatever mm. your next goal is. Yeah. You set a goal and you make it visible to yourself. Mm. So my life changed yeah. with comedy, everything, work, freestyles, like my whole thing. I wrote my goals down. I love your goal the minute I, I put it. the goals yeah, on, good. hit them. Yeah. And it's because I've seen it and I'm doing it. Yeah. And you, but you're working towards but it. Once That's how that... The secret works. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not magic. There's no like, like secret. It's was, seeing the. Yeah. I was already going to mention it before. Yeah. You know, like, and it it works, man. Yeah. yeah. It works. Yeah. If you, you if four you, people I, in mate, this room. I yeah. I printed. I had, I had money and some debt here and there and everywhere, mate. I tell you, I fucking screenshot my phone, and I edited it and I wiped my bank accounts out and wiped my loans out and yeah. and, and and as if they were paid off. Mm-hmm. And mate, I promise with it. Mate, within 12 months, mm. I was like, fuck, my credit card's gone. My loan's paid off. Yeah. Well, then and he I mean, wrote the barefoot and, and investor. And I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then, like, even things like I had an athlete come to me, quite talented, didn't believe in himself, didn't even want to, wanted to train, but didn't even want to go into public and race. So yeah, I went right. forward in his calendar 12 months ahead. He's just started triathlon. And I didn't just put an Ironman in. I put the Hawaii Ironman Fucking in up. his calendar. And like after a little bit of training, he caught it. He's like, "Dude, what man? I've never even done a triathlon. You've got the Hawaii Ironman in my calendar. Yeah, so you're and doing like, it, bro. And I'm like, I know you're going. Yeah. <laughs> what a coach? That's what do you charge? Yeah. And, and he's like, like what? he couldn't believe it. Yeah, first time he's seen it. When he, mate, he he screenshot. He raced his first seventy point three, qualified for Hawaii Ironman World Championship. He screenshot and sent me his form, like his entry form that mm. he'd, he'd won. Sick. And and he expected a big response off me. And I was like, <laughs> well, mate, I, I, like, I, I was like, dude, wh- why'd you send me a photo? I fucking wrote that in the in the plan. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud. I got the original. I mean, I'm proud of you, but I, I, we still I wrote, got work, that, we still got work to do. I wrote that in ages. Now the real work starts. <laughs> But I think like I was I was in Canada doing part of my degree and I had a literal epiphany of like I was working with like Olympic medalists I was like 
I want to work with athletes mm. for the rest of my life. I was working with Gen Pop before that. Yeah. And in Canada, it was like the turning point. I was like, this is it. I want to have my own gym mm. and I want to work with athletes. And that was, you know, nine years ago now. Here we are nine years later building a new facility, working with professional athletes yeah. and doing what I love doing. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it. Mm. But like, yeah. I think all of us here, we all we all wanted something. Back then, the seed was planted. It. Yeah. And yeah. we Manifested. just pushed all energy went into that. It didn't so. start you trying to get to there. You, no. You had to tick that first box. Of course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think that's where some people- they Small fuck habits. themselves yeah. out of it. They they they, even, they even picture me, the end goal and go. It's too fucking hard to get there. Fuck I put a post on Instagram the other day. I put my literal well, post. It's not a smart goal. Smart, specific, measurable, yeah. achievable, realistic. Here's a, a teacher. a teacher chime in. But yeah, like the end result. The end result isn't the goal for people. It's no. the small habits and the small things you put in place yeah. to reach that goal that make you a better person. It's not the end result. It's not yeah. the Iron Man of like yeah. you know sub ten hours. It's. Mm-hmm. The things you put in place to get to that point that make you the better person. The and same thing, I teach my athletes. I'm like, what you learn through the structure and executing the training, yeah. like the organization, the many traits that you'll take on board from being good at the program. It's transferable to life. Will transfer into your life. You'll do everything better. Of course. Mm. I'm like, if you don't, like, because like, oh, I'm too busy for a program. I'm like, you don't give yourself no time, you're going to be... You're not doing the best. You're not the best. You. No. Yeah. Everybody needs their time. Well, they've Even got a me, program. They've got um, work. Yeah. yeah. And they've got like, weekends. They got five day work, two day weekend. That's a program. Even man. me. I remember. I remember when I first wanted to, thought, fuck, I want to go to the Hawaii Ironman. I went around to a guy's house in Scarborough. He was a fireman. I remember it was like like it was yesterday. I went around, bought a helmet off him. It was a black and red gyro helmet, and he took me in his house, and he was fucking like an elite amateur, and um. I remember being in his kitchen and his pantry door was open and he had a Kona with a year on it. I can't remember what year it was. And I'm like, oh, what's that? He's like, it's a Hawaii Ironman. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out. And I remember him writing it on the inside of his pantry door. And I was like, fuck, I went and researched it. And I'm like, I want to do this. Mm. People told me I was dreaming. I'm like, the seed was already planted. Yeah. That, That year, two of my mates happened to be racing and I went, and watched, I have ended up in Hawaii watching them. Oh, shit. And it manifested more yeah. and, and fueled the fire even more. And then I was back there the next year. Can, do we have time to talk about your we first Ironman in Hawaii? Any time. Oh, oh, you, oh, mate, oh. you got to tell the story, mate. Oh, as, as long as you don't have to go to bed. My first rest day tomorrow about two weeks. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, no, okay. Where do we start? Mate, we had, you came around for a couple of beers a couple of weeks ago and it just told the story about Kona. Beers? Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. slipped. I slipped. That's um, okay. It's just the carbs, yeah. mate. It's carbs. Yeah, you yeah, can't beat yourself. It's a, long, it's a long story, but it starts like um, in the beginning. In the beginning. Um, fuck. Where do I start? This is the thing when you try to ask a question. Like it just happened in conversation. It just it just sort of flowed real it easy. Flowed yeah. real easy, eh? And I was just. I was, so I was doing my, my last training session, my last big training session, and I'd gone in with like a couple of dude that was writing for Lava Magazine at the time, a US triathlon magazine. One of the guys that ran X Terra, and a, my mate Sonny Garcia, surfer, and we're going out for this ride out from San Diego towards <clears throat> um, towards LA, and you go through a, a army base. And uh, my coach had told me that day, like we were 10 days out from Kona and he's like, this is your last solid session. Mm. Just get this one in the bag. And literally I remember it. He's like, finish this off. You're done. Put yourself in cotton wool bud 
and 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 just just safeguard yourself to the race and i'm like right and i had three 20 minute efforts mm. and i was out there and no word of a lie i was in the last effort at 19 minutes and there was someone i didn't know on my wheel and he clipped my wheel and took us down at like 45 k's an hour onto the worst oh, this gravel like rough it was not bitumen yeah it he showed me like, a photo it was horrendous it was like falling onto a cheese grater mm. and and smashed us up snapped my bike um fuck mate the noises coming out of him was like someone skinning a cat <laughs> he broke his pelvis or something i wanted to kick his face in <laughs> yeah i threw his bike in the bush <laughs> <laughs> because he was going to bash the bike because i was, was, I was gonna but he was making too much noises so i threw his bike instead <laughs> And a a full like GI Joe US Army guy rocks up because we're on the army base. Like, a wow, low GI hey, Joe. <laughs> how you how you going? Like like well comes come to fix. Got his medical kit out the boot. Like you know standard American. Like got it all going on. He's banishing the fire brigade. Rock up ambulance. Rock up and I'm like fuck. And they're like all getting all excited because I'm Aussie all busted up. My bike's they banged. see that insurance money. My bike's banged up. This is this is what comes and they're like oh, fuck. they're getting me ready like bandit like some bandages trying to like tidy open trying to tuck me up my, my my legs grazed open. There's rocks coming out my knees, my shoulders missing, my fucking Yeah. Oh man, it was disastrous. And they're trying to get me in this ambulance and I'm like I'm like, hey man, I've seen these movies. I know, <laughs> I know how much those fucking ambulances cost. I ain't getting in it. And yeah. they're like, man, you are, you need to go to hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hospital. I'm like, man, get those scissors over here. Cut this fucking sleeve off. Bandage my leg up, and I'm riding back. And they're like, what do you mean you're riding back? <laughs> riding back where? And I'm like, back to the fucking coffee shop. I'm like, I'm not going. I'll go to the doctors then. And like by then, Sonny and Brandon and that have made it back. And they're like, you fucking nut job. Like, he's like, it's like 16, 18 or 20, like 20 miles back. And mm. I'm like, that's fucking quite yeah. a distance. What, yeah. 40Ks yeah, or something? And they're like, why are you going to ride that far? I'm like, bend my derailleur, cut my sleeve off, manage me up. I got photos of me riding back road all the way back. Got yeah. back. And they're like, oh, fuck, like, how's things? Like, the sores have started healing up by now. Like, they're dried out, they're sore. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to get you the doctors, eh? And I'm like, doctors? I'm like, man, you did not finish a ride without having coffee. Never <laughs> You never interrupt a, a ride. Like, you your fucking coffee on your ride. Like, Mate, we, you have to have it. And they're like, what? Nah, man, we need to go to the doctors. I'm like, man, we're already at the coffee shop. We have to finish It's before the 10 o'clock. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's before 10 a.m., people. Yeah. So we've gone in, had coffee. The wounds have healed up a little bit Fuck. more. And then, uh, yeah, and Sonny took me to the doctor's. My ba- bike's banged up. I got all bandaged up. I remember st- we were staying in like an underground apartment with Sonny and he's like, I'm standing in his bathroom, like just in my jocks each day with him like scraping out my wounds <sighs> and like covering him tegaderm and he's like telling me it's going to be all right racing. I like, I can feel like <sighs> bruised inside my stomach and chest and like, I've been on a diet and like everything had been on hold for like six months for this race. Mm. And I was just like, fuck, life's fucked. Man. Yeah. And then I was like, but like the family spent the money. It's a world championship. I've never been here before. Like, let's just go get a finishers medal. Mm. Well, actually my bike was banged up. I didn't think I was racing. And I rang another mate and I'm like, dude, I'm, I don't even have a bike to race. And he happened to pull a few strings and Cervelo at the time air freighted a bike over built it to my specifications and had it waiting for me on the island Jeez, and they're not cheap are they ready for me to race that that bike built 
race, maybe like 18, 20 grand. Jesus, more than my car. Yeah. And anyway, I got to the island and they built the bike to the exact specs I'd sent them, my exact measurements. And I rode it and it felt like mine. And I was like, oh, like, I'd started to heal up a little bit by then. Me and Sonny had like dressed the wounds and, and, and like we had this, uh, it's called tegaderm. It's like a skin you put over burns and yeah. it actually lets all the juices and stuff manifest in there, but it heals faster. Yeah, right. And anyway, I started, I was like, we got, yeah, we're, we're on, we're in Hawaii, like the vibes buzzing. I'm still a bit down, like banged up and bruised and that. And, um, fuck anyway, race day comes along. We start the race. I don't know if anyone's seen the Hawaii Ironman start, but it's like two and a half thousand people. Just a. Jammed in like a 200 meter start gate. 30 it's people a shit deep. show. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you can kind of reminds me of like those old cartoons with Tasmanian devil, you know, where it's just like <laughs> a big tornado and shit's just going everywhere. That's the yeah. swim start. Yeah. And, um, I'm, there's two and a half thousand people there. I've paddled, got in the water, swim out, do a little bit of warm up. I've happened to make my way through swim. I'm like cocky, cocky me. Oh, Never been to a world championship before. Where do you start? Front and center. <laughs> Straight to the front. Straight to the front. I'm palming a few dudes in the face, pulling them off, pull, swim up to the front. And out of everyone that's there, my mate Sonny's on the start line. <laughs> Sonny creates, Sonny all of a sudden puts his big arms out and creates this big fucking free space around me. And I'm like, right, we're on here. Like, fucking. So was Sonny not only yeah, he, was, he was racing that year. Yeah, okay, wow. Yeah. And then, um, so I... I went over and stayed with him for like six weeks and we did, um, like we trained together and ate and hung out and got him ready for the race as well. And then, um, yeah, I'm just naive at this world championship. What are you going to do? I'm going to, I'm just going to win it from the start. <laughs> I'm just going to go out of this swim full gas, yeah. straight off full the front. Gas. And the gun goes off and I went out full gas, ran out a bit of steam. The arrowhead formed, came in top of me, swam over the top of me. I got caught in the pack, thought I was going to drown, swam out to the side. I can have a major panic attacks, calling for a swim board to pull me out. I'm thinking, fuck. Yeah. Three minutes into the biggest race of my life and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Eight hours to go. Yeah. And then I'm like paddling. I'm, I'm watching this board come over and I'm like, and I'm and I just my brain just switched. I'm like, you fucking pussy, <laughs> you fucking pussy. What are you doing? I'm like, you've fucking wasted everyone's time and money to get here. I'm like, you finish this fucking race. Mm, yeah. So I wave. I, I swam away from the board. I swam. I was choking, coughing, spitting, fucking all sorts. Thought I'd swam about fucking ninety minutes for the Ironman swim. I actually swam a fair bit faster. Got out. My brain changed again. I wasn't too far behind the race, and I was like, oh fuck, I can still do all right from here. Mm. Uh, anyway, get get out there. I think that year I lost. I I come down a hill in the first ten k's of the race and hit a speed bump. Lost lost my all my nutrition for the race. Yeah. Went. All the food comes flying out. Yeah. Fuck. Kept going. Went back into the race, thinking things are all right. Anyway, and then uh, get onto the Queen K up where the race like you you ride out of the main bit of Hawaii. And you're on a highway for ages, and I get up on the highway, and my cranks come loose. Oh Crank, shit! Cranks my my pedals and yep. <clears throat> and crank arms on my bike start to come loose, and I'm out near a place called Waikoloa now, and they're really loose. Chains dropping into the small chain ring, just disastrous. Don't 
I just couldn't think of anything worse that could happen right now. I'm fucking yelling at people, swearing and fucking, someone get me a mechanic and shit. Going to come on muscle car pulls anyway, up like, it's not too bad at the back end of the race because you climb up to a, a fishing village, you climb up out of a fishing village. So climbing in with no gears is all right, but coming back down was a disaster. I was spinning about 200 RPM. Everyone's flying past me like I'm going backwards. I'm just fucking hating life. Yeah. Go down into the fishing village, ride back up into the highway, get up into the highway, fucking one of the windiest years ever in Hawaii, block headwinds, fucking still 60 Ks to go home. Just just can't comprehend how shit this was. <laughs> but, all right, we're going to get this done. Get a flat tire. Oh, fuck me. Like, fuck, all right. Fuck, can't, can't get any worse. Fix it. Start riding. Get, um, oh, I can't remember, maybe... Wouldn't have been far at all. Maybe another 10Ks and another flat, but I only carried one set of spares. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, this is... Odds are really stacking up against me here. Fuck, so... I'm about... I'm so close to pulling the pin. I'm like, this can't can't get any worse, you know? Like, uh, by then, I'd, I'd been... I'd coughed up a bit of blood. Oh, just fucking, like, all sorts of shit going on. Uh, cranks still loose. And uh, I'm, like, about to pull the pin, and I look up, and I can, like... Chaos, one and a half k's in the distance. I can see a aid station, so there's people with drinks and help and shit. And I'm like, fuck. By now, I've I got a white kit on. I got grease and shit all over my kit from like trying to change the last tire. I'm like, I'll just walk to there. So, I, the feeling I have is, I don't know if you've ever walked in bike shoes. Oh, a, no, I've heard people walk yeah. in bike <laughs> shoes. It's terrible. So yeah. walking one and a half k's in bike shoes. In the lava fields on the highway, <laughs> with the sun beating down on you, walking like a fucking duck, <laughs> with something stuck up his fucking ass, yeah. is not fun. Hmm. Let alone all the athletes that you've passed all day just fucking whizzing by you, having the fucking time of their life. <laughs> I get to the aid station, and I'm thinking they're not going to have spares, and I'm just done. And I'm like, fuck, hey, I got, another, I got a flat. I've walked here. You got. Have you got any spares? They're like, yeah, yeah, we got them. I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, yay, like, fuck. I can't quit. Yeah, anyway, fucking grab some food and drink, fix that flat, fucking start riding. I think at about, uh, like, with maybe 20 k's to go, can't remember exactly where I was coming up, up a hill and there was a mechanic there fixing someone else's bike. I'm like, finally, fuck, man, mechanic. And only took 160K to get to me. Wow, man, the race is nearly done. Thanks. Yeah. And literally, it was about a 10-second job with, oh. with one Allen key, and it was just tighten the cranks back up. Future. And away you went. My bike was running fine. And then you have to run a fucking marathon. <laughs> yeah. And then I've had all this shit happen. And then probably then I thought I was... I probably thought I was Superman and rode rode the last twenty k's like a demon, yeah, and 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 ruined everything for the run, and then um yeah started the run, I was like fuck should I like just contemplating why the fuck <laughs> I was doing any of this shit and you're telling right myself up. I'm That's never coming back to Hawaii again. This place is that cursed. fucking light pole. <laughs> I'm like fuck that fucking light pole that started years ago started this. I'm going to kick the shit out of it when I get home. <laughs> anyway, I start running. It's like death. It's like I can't even explain like what running on the Hawaii Ironman course is. It's hard 
having, I reckon it's hard having a good day, let alone having all this shit thrown at you. My body's obviously broken, from, yeah. still injured from the crash. What's mm. your skin? Are you passing up and shit or is it cut open? It was, or? it was like, you know where it's like red raw, almost, yeah. almost healed stage. Yeah. 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 But like, but that skin's not proper, so the sun on it is like... Oh, oh chills, yeah. yeah. Fuck, bro. It's like you can feel where the scabs were because it's burning more. Ugh. And anyway, I get I get out the death zone, like there's rolling Ali Drive, like heat, climb up on... There's a Polani, there's like a mount, like a short street mountain you run up to get out on the highway. You get up on the highway and you think you've ran a far way, but you look at what you got ahead of you and there's this, the mile markers and you're like, and I'm only at like I think it's like mile 14 there <laughs> and you're like I'm fucking halfway rolling highway looking down like the heat coming off the highway the mirage future just the, the, the sm- like the smoky look coming off the highway and I'm running walk run walk run walk like just trying to shuffle and keep moving start coughing up more blood I've at this time like I'd only just had my daughter she was only like six weeks old when I left and I'm starting to cough up blood and my chest is getting wheezy and I'm like, fuck, I don't... Don't like, die. <laughs> I'm already delirious, dehydrated, thinking, fuck, I don't really want to die. Like, I actually, I wouldn't mind going home to spend a bit time, a bit more time with my daughter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, more I ran, the wheezier it got. I was coughing it. My, my sputum was getting more orange and I was like... And then a mate of mine rode up next to me, Chris Lieto, and he, he's a well-known triathlete and and like coach and knows knows a lot about the sport and I said to him I'm like dude man I'm coughing up shit in my like there's blood in my spit spit and stuff and he's like have you had any painkillers and I'm like yeah fuck I fucking railed as much as I, <laughs> I was hoping they make things better they didn't yeah. work and he's like well you've had the painkillers on the empty stomach you've probably like yeah you probably burn your stomach that's where the blood's coming from and I said to him I'm like oh what fuck so like I'm wheezy and shit and it's but it's okay I'm not going to die like I'm not going to fall over like and he's like no nah, like probably not you probably be alright I'm like oh fucking sweet let's go <laughs> so I fucking I wouldn't say it was fast but I I move I shuffle moved the rest of the marathon Just a little mindset change and finished it I ended up finishing the race nowhere near obviously where I was expecting I didn't expect any of that turn of events I don't think you could fucking plan for any nah. of that. Hmm. And I swore, I was like, I'm never coming back to this place again. <laughs> I went back fucking two more times in a row after that. <laughs> signed myself up. Fuck. From Corona to it's, Kona. Yeah. He's killing himself. That is just a, it's That's a show of. Because you had two yeah, times happy, of mindset. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy if you chop that. Like and and you keep it separate. But that's like, mindset, eh? It's just like if yeah. you so with like my, go back to mindset. An Ironman is like for the average person, it's going to be a twelve and a half to mm-hmm. fifteen hour day of just continuous movement. Yep. But you just got to pick it off one at a time. Just get through the swim. Mm-hmm. Once you tick it off, once you get the swim. Now I'm on the bike for about six hours. You just ride the bike for the first ninety k's, three hours. Tick it off. Next three hours, tick it off, and then you. Yeah, I guess the, my, the a bit a bit of that story. You go through that story, and there's like. Four or five ten, changes. Ten yeah. plus times you could have just quit. Yeah. yeah, easy. I still don't know why I didn't. It's <laughs> perspective because each time you've seen a got a positive bit of news, which has changed your thought from being oh fuck this to yeah. oh I was a crankshaft, yeah. I can go now. Yeah. Oh, it was just painkillers, I can go now. So yeah. you've limited yourself, and then mm. you yeah. push that limitation through yeah. and change the mindset. And now so. I think, like from that, there's no way I could go backwards. Yeah. So now yeah. there's that, that theory of relativity before. The second one that you did yeah. compared to your first one, yeah. what did you feel was the difference? Did you find it, no, I won't say easier, but was it 
not well, as hard or you after, knew it after, after the, the first after, one? No, after having that race, yeah, it, like, everything. It can't. It's not going yeah. fast is easy. Yeah. yeah. You yes. know, like that was. It's I not by the way, but yeah, remember, <laughs> I can't remember exactly how long I was out there for that time. Maybe eleven. Did we? Did we look it up? Yeah, 11, it was ten hours. Ten hours. Fifty something. Up, yeah, something just like under eleven. I went, which is still. It's, it's a very good time. Yeah. People consider very good it's still a good time, but um, relativity. Yeah. And what do you run now? Uh, my best is like eight thirty-five. That was down in Busso. In Busso, yeah. yeah. Not this year, the year Last before. Last year. What's the ultimate yeah. goal? You're going to do those ones where they do a marathon a, a day or something, where they do them back to back to. Do you know, I heard you know, those crazy ones in the desert? Have you heard this? Well, there's Death Valley race, but there's a yeah. there's an Iron Man called the Decker Iron Man. It's ten Iron Mans. Ten Iron Mans in a row. So what, non-stop or each not, day? Non-stop. So the winner did 117 hours. What, what so you can do These ultra fucking mate. You got to be crazy. You can't even train something like that. it's ridiculous. But ten in a row, you got to do 38 kilometers swimming. Can you send me the link? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I should have said it. Blake would do this now. Uh, I was like ten in a row. That is that is just horrendous. That's just that's seriously. And like, well, not sleep. Well, I, I think they sleep for a couple of hours. Like I don't know if two, over two days. I don't know, like. I don't know if I'll be signing up this year, but I think you you may you planted a bad seed. <laughs> I think well, I did. Like he wrote it in your calendar. If you actually your phone out right now on, <laughs> on your training app in three years' time, it's on there. That's coaching one hundred and one right there. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, lads, I reckon it's yeah. fucking gone for a, a it's while an Ironman now. podcast. An Ironman podcast. Yeah, it's uh, probably over two hours. So. Um, Definitely, there's so much more I could chat about now with you guys. We're just scratching the surface. I think maybe um, we'll get you guys back on again soon. We'll fix up the head. Well, this man just has the best stories. Like every time I see him, like today, you come to the gym, like I was painting the wall. (laughs) There's nothing worse than painting, right? But painting a wall where you got to leave is even worse. And he came in and and he started talking, and like we're talking about the new gym, and I'm just like buzzing, like, mate, we're doing this, this, this. I mean, a lot of more ideas, but Mm. yeah, just just a man with energy, eh? No, so that's right. So I reckon we've got plenty uh, more episodes up our sleeves. So we'll definitely get you back on. What we should maybe, do maybe is get we'll Blake with Bambi and match the stories. Go story for story. Yeah, oh, that would be <laughs> yeah, Bambi. That would be a podcast. Like, listen to. Um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Like a rap battle? We'll have a like a freestyle we'll, battle. Yeah, we'll Blake, an, Blake, we'll, Blake's in a win, man. We'll have an event. Blake is in a win. Um, <laughs> I uh, I just want to finish with a challenge. Oh, wow. um, and we'll all get on the golf course probably uh, <laughs> I'm the um, undefeated champion in this yeah, room yeah and I'm I'm putting the gauntlet down <laughs> I'm gonna win this thing's fucking broken <laughs> I'm fucking I'm gonna win um, but you are terrible at golf no no no, no. Come on, he's been right. listening to Tiger Woods here okay, yeah no I'm gonna win and if I win mm. um, the positive mindset doesn't work if, <laughs> if you're shit at it if I'm better at it than you <laughs> I'm gonna win <laughs> Okay, well, I just you can't use the mindset I don't know what I'm gonna, we're gonna. We're gonna have to come up with something, but yeah. there's something that you two are gonna have to do. Well, Delby, if you want to have a play as I well, he's gonna do some stand up. Um, oh, wow. oh, mate, I'll, I've already. That's what the hardest jobs going. Wolfie's already fucking pushing me into that. Anyway, yeah. I'll get that one so, ticked off. But if yeah. I win, um, we'll, we'll come up with. I'll something. do it. Do it if you want, mate. If you win, but. <laughs> What are you fucking saying? He it like just dismissed not- you with a little finger. I went into our last win. game of golf fucking thinking this guy was nothing and Blake was the one I had to worry. He fucking won the day. I was- you should this have something guy. that none of you have done. So it's starting from scratch. So you get a true winner's mindset. Now let's have a sprint. 
Bom. <risos> you probably still lose, but... Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, okay. Spin of what? 100 meters? 400. Kick it pretty straight. You can do that. Fast, man. Probably still. 400 yeah. meters. Yeah. Let's do you 400 really meters. You really think you could beat me over 400 meters? Yeah. 100%. Oh, I was 400 wow. state champion, Absolutely mate. dreaming. I was 400 state champion. Yeah, mate, yeah. that was 20 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I've fucking it's got, got that this mindset, in the back. <laughs> okay, there I we go. I believe I can do That's it. something we can do. 400 meter run. Yeah. In uh, like let's well, as his coach, I'm like highly advising he doesn't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, but Blake, Blake was a scrap, basically two two handicapper. Yeah, I played like single figures for a while for a long I time. I play like I'm handicapped, so there's no. <laughs> so yeah, no, golfing matches on. Whatever you want, Branchy, if you win, mate. Yep, uh, uh, I'll sort. I'll pull some strings at Ginla, and we'll uh, we'll get that sorted. Sounds good. And even if we get the other greeny in as well. Oh yeah, should be like losers as a nine man. He's, yeah, he's, he's the elusive. I think I, I uh, Joondalup sent me a, like a sale thing. Yeah, and I screenshot it and I sent it to him, and I still haven't had a reply. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll get him on soon enough. That'll it be good, Branchy. If you lose, you do an Ironman. If they lose, they don't do an Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> That'll drive his boat. I, I still want to do it though. <laughs> if they lose, I'll do a half Ironman, mate. <laughs> half, <laughs> mate. Seventy thirty. You're gonna lose. Well, 21 k You played the best golf you've ever played that day, I reckon. You've never, no, played, you've never played any better than that day. I've never played, I don't think, worse. Okay, <laughs> this, uh, is a, this is a, a yeah, I'm going to get this together and we'll put right, it up. Good you right. know what we need to do? Play a game of golf and then have a podcast after the game. Well, we, we, I want to do DMT and do a podcast and that's not going to happen. So <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think. Know. you got to uh, change that Maybe goal, we'll but. just change it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. But maybe we'll change it to a, uh, a golf and then podcast. It's a bit easier than that. Yeah, or I was say, or like I was saying before, if we could do a live podcast on, on golf course. course. Mm, that's sick. That would be That would be good. Okay, I think that could be a go, a live podcast. But you know, it'll make that interesting and make you keen. Have a punt on it. We got to have a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put the odds up. I yeah. know my money is not on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, cheers. And I'm happy to night. gamble. Oh. I'm happy to gamble against Corey now because I know, I know the levels. Blake Blake is is so strong in the mind, but he's weak as piss in the mind as well. All you have to do is all you have to do is rattle him once, and oh, he's he gets off his so own. angry. He can get so, so angry. angry. He wants to headbutt you. He wants to headbutt you every single time. Yeah, I do have anger. Issues. Yeah, well, that's he's, he's actually really good. That's how I'm going to get him at the vines next time. So. All right, cheers, lads. Thanks, mate. Will not Please. ever beat me, Banshee. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. enemy of the people that I call the fake news the enemy of the people the fake news